asked me was where I liked it. I told him. This is a gays only event. Howdy, niggas. What? What's going on? No, the I'm weed. Hey guys and ladies, welcome to the One and a Half Lesbians Podcast. I'm Adriana, the lesbian. And I'm B the Half. We upload every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in every week. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians to stay up to date and continue the conversation. And you can also follow us on TikTok now because I'm making TikToks. Yes, what I do I'm, all day. B is in full control of that. <laughs> I don't even know what that shit look like. <laughs> But you can follow me on Instagram at Namaste Woke. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ultra Lesbian. And don't forget, we have a Patreon to give you guys extra video content, keep you guys fed. Everything is free at patreon.com slash one and a half lesbians. Now, let's get into the show. 82, what it do? Yeah. It's really episode 82. Mm. And I'm asking the same question every week. Did capitalism win this week? For the 82nd time. It's probably a world record. <laughs> Yes, capitalism won this week. I'm about to call it the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> For the amount of times capitalism has won. Um, I was thinking more like the amount of times I've said it. But oh, okay. It's probably the most times anyone's ever said it. That's got to be a world. Like, it doesn't matter if nobody else says it. <laughs> but go ahead. Did capitalism win? Yes. Because I'm poor. Uh, I'm like, damn, I ain't got no money. Like, <laughs> Yo, that's so real. And I'm like, I got paid, but like this whole paycheck is going to rent. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm just as poor as I was before. Like, <laughs> Working is overrated because I'm also still poor, but I don't have to do anything all day. I don't have to expend energy. Love all I that. do is put on my silly little wig, make my silly little TikToks. <laughs> I love that for you. You know, it's really peaceful and relaxing. It's what I deserve. I feel like I feel like I've had a stressful couple of years. Yeah, so, and this is a stressful time. This is a stressful time. Stressful and like time. Pre-pandemic, I feel like I was going school, work, school, work. Like you were, you were just on the go. I think we've talked about it on here before, but it was like yeah. you were just. It was like no free time. I was like, I can't live like that. Yeah, I had like no free time. Like I have so much free time right now, and that's why my parents are like, "Are you gonna get a job?" I'm like, "Absolutely not. I hate working. I hate the idea of working. It disgusts me." Yes. <laughs> fuck work low-key i'm like y'all gonna let this pandemic run wild okay i'm gonna enjoy myself please i need it to end oh my god <laughs> nigga you don't want to go back to work every week either bruh they're literally about to start that shit in a few weeks they're about to open the, the library to like limited browsing limited capacity and they're like Whoa. they gonna sanitize every book every day bruh they said we have to sanitize the counters like after each interaction with, like checking people's stuff out I don't know why they're doing that anyway, because the Brazilian COVID just touched down in Maryland. Um, Yeah, they reported last week that we have the Brazilian variant of COVID now. So, uh, and it's more like, it's more deadly and it's more contagious, all that shit. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I think now is the time that we need a slur for people who still go out and eat like it's normal. Like, not even the anti-maskers, because, like, at this point, like, they're not going to listen to us. It doesn't matter. But, like, people who are like, you know, I'm really doing my duty as an American citizen. 
um, to go out and eat and support small businesses. So uh, By dining in at their restaurants. You know, I'm really putting in the work. I'm really putting in the work. You know, activism, BLM. <laughs> it's the same people, the same white people that were at BLM protest during the summer with the like, I suck black dick, so I'm marching for black rights. Jesus yeah, it's a, it's a complete circle. <laughs> I'm just sick of it. I don't even care anymore. I mean, I do care, but I'm like, I'm just, I'm very apathetic. I'm just like, Ugh, like, I'm tired of wearing my fucking mask outside. I'm so sick of it. And there's too many people outside now because I used to be able to go like at least like a block or two. I could take my mask off real quick, Mm -hmm. breathe in the fresh air. Now, every time I turn the fucking corner, there's somebody on the street. And I'm like, wow, I have to keep my mask on or I'm like, damn, I got to put it back on again. Like, Mm. I'm sick. I just want to breathe the fresh air. And like, I got a brisk walk. So sometimes it's hard to breathe. (laughs) I know what you mean. Because this old lady, I was longboarding. I decided to take like a long route this week. And this lady stopped me and she goes, you should be wearing a mask. And I was like, bitch, do you not see that I am, I am pushing up a goddamn hill with this <laughs> long board. Okay. And I haven't exercised in many, many months. <laughs> I will not. I, I will not. And then I just take the mask anyway. Like, I don't wear it because I'm like, I don't know where this has been. Yeah. Like, it's not like in a sealed. Yeah. Like, bag. yeah, I'll just put it in the next trash can. But <laughs> they really the like pester me until I take their fucking mask. And I'm like, is this even CDC compliant? Who knows? I don't know. I appreciate you doing the right thing for me. But you know what? Maybe I'm tired of doing the right thing. Yeah. Why do I have to be good? Because niggas on my Instagram are in Antigua and in the Bermuda and Jamaica. They're doing doing all that shit. And I got to be here with a mask on. Yeah. Niggas really just out here living life like... There is no deadly disease out here. Niggas got a countdown on an Instagram story about when, with the plane emoji talking about finally, much needed. Am mm-hmm. I the only one? Like, it's terrible. And with all these new strains popping up, like, y'all make, just wear the fucking mask, please. I'm tired of this shit. It should I'm not make no sense. I am so tired of this shit. And I'm going to be so fucking mad when I have to go back to work every single week, like, go in the building. And then niggas is in there. And then not only is niggas in there with their COVID, niggas in there with their COVID asking stupid questions. I mean, they always ask stupid questions, but... But you haven't had to deal with that in a minute. True. Damn, it's really been, like, almost a year since, like, interacting with customers like I usually do. And so I gonna pop off to. on the first day, I promise. I'd be like, stay away from me. And they got these fucking flimsy little plexiglass things that don't even... Go to, to the end of the counter. <laughs> COVID, COVID <laughs> just sidestepped that shit. Like, Euro stepped it. It was like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm just fucking sick. Ugh. It's so depressing, honestly. But I came up with some names, though, for people who dine at restaurants. What? Um, some slurs for them. Okay, we could call them. But we have to, like, say it. You have to say it in the same way that, like, people from bumfuck nowhere say the word nigger when they were, like, talking to a black person. So, like, super spreader. Like, yeah. How you like that one? I thought you was really better to come with some heat, but. That's not no heat. <laughs> like, if you really if you really say it with a disgusted like, face. Super spreader. You fucking super spreader. Like, not like, you really got to say that with some feeling, some passion. I don't know. It sounds a little corny. Okay, 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 okay. I thought you was going to come up with something I ain't never heard before. Okay, what about patient zero? Patient zero. Huh? No? Did you write these in a separate document so you could come to me with these? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm trying to come up with some slurs. Help me come up with some slurs for people who eat out at restaurants and think they're, they're doing the cure for COVID. Please. 
infectious eater. Infectious eater. Why I can't read, I'm just not seeing it in the doc. <laughs> you an infectious eater. Infectious eater. Do you even contact Trace, bro? I'm bringing it back to 2013 swag era. You even contact... Dude, dude, do you even contact Trace? Do you even contact Trace? Dude. No, 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 seriously. That's a good one, though. Yeah, if I say it like a Chad, like, I'm like, dude, you know it's not cool not to wear a mask, right? <laughs> I can picture now, like, one of those, like, old commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool kids, uh, we wear masks. Be cool like me, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I really believe that. I really believe your voice, your impression. Thank you. Wow. That... <laughs> I'm really honored. Wow. <laughs> Cause like I like wasn't even looking at you that last bit. And I was like, oh, that, like I could see that. I can close my eyes with the, like, and the see. T- I can see Chad. Yeah, with the like the. <laughs> it's 2013, so he has like the Bieber haircut, and he has like the uh, the shirt that says, "Go make me a sandwich." Oh, brother! Remember that shit, man. The white kids at school used to be rocking the fuck out of it with they DCs, they flooding pants, or no, actually not even pants because they would only wear cargo shorts, and then they'd have like. Cool story, babe. Make me a sandwich. And then they got in trouble and couldn't wear that. <laughs> I hate that era. Terrible. Terrible era. Cool story, bro. Yeah, like, that whole era, too. Cool story, bro. Oh, God. Or, Jesus. like, she, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> like, <sighs> okay. See, we, we've got much better memes now. Love that for us. <laughs> I remember... Uh, my class, we had like class shirts, and I remember one year we wanted to put like the troll face meme on them. I'm so no, you do that. Oh no, <laughs> I wasn't president then. I wasn't like I wasn't in office. I wasn't in office. I wasn't on council <laughs> then. That wasn't my idea, but like I I knew the that fact that, that I was on the table though. That was on the table at one point. We ended up getting ones with bow ties though. Close enough. No. Hideous, hideous. Man, that fucking. What's the, sorry, oh, the troll face? Mm-hmm. That, that was such, wow. What ancient meme history. Ancient. We have such better memes now. Yes. Wait, our humor has evolved supremely. Our but we're humor also, has evolved. is there a point where we will eventually regress and that will become funny again? Oh, no. You know it will. Please, There's only no. so high of the human peak of comedy. We cannot have another generation thinking the troll meme is funny. They're already coming Please. back with, like, the 2013 swag era. I've been on TikTok a lot. And, like, I see all these kids. They're, like, emo core, swag core, cyber ghetto. And, like, that's the thing. Like, they're bringing back. And I was like, damn, how old am I? And then I realized, bitch, I'll be 25 next year. What the fuck? Nigga, you didn't even get to your age this year. You just be skipping the years. <laughs> Almost 30, goddammit. <laughs> You've been saying that since we were 22. <laughs> After 21, you're 30. That's it. That's it. I fucking put a side part on, on, on TikTok and then I scrolled and then the person was like, yeah. So side parts are so out. It's all about middle parts. Like that's literally like what is like that's a thing now. So now I have to wear a fucking wig and with a middle part. Bitch, fuck that. Where's your fucking side part? I don't want to be old. <laughs> fuck it. Be old. Embrace it. Ugh. When I get washed, for real. Was, fuck these young Gen Z kids. Like, for real. I don't know what y'all are on. Like, Wow, when I get washed, for real. Like, my knees are already cracking, for real. Bruh, my knees. My back. I should probably see a doctor, maybe. I don't know. But my joints are, they're failing. No, they're not failing me. They're doing their job. I love them. Thank you to my joints. Speaking of failing, <laughs> uh, Texas Power Grid went out last week. And people who still had electricity, you know they had to pay thousands of dollars for, like, a couple days worth of electricity? 
Hmm? So the electricity was such in high demand but low supply that the energy companies like hiked the price up. So let's say it costs one penny for like every second you use electricity. I don't know how much electricity costs. <laughs> but then they raised it to like, let's say five cents per second you use electricity. So all these people who still had electricity and were using it, they like, their thing was, I saw something say like someone's got as high as $16,000 and it was like That's 72 wild. hours. So, I mean, at least they banned they were like, yeah, you can't do that to electric companies. So I was like, I mean, that's the least you could fucking do, but. Yeah. Honestly, how fucking sick are you to do that shit? First off, these people are already poor, probably. Yeah. And we're in a pandemic. And, like, it's just and like, it's, how, you're so you, fucking cruel. Like, that's, it's your fault. That's all I could think. I'm like, how cruel can you be to increase the financial strain on people? <sighs> I think sick. a lot of people, like, uh, and that I think that honestly made me realize a lot of people, like the companies and stuff, they don't care because basically I like read up on it and the electric grid is not connected to the rest of the United States because they were worried about federal regulations. So the deep freeze that came, they weren't prepared for it at all. Like they didn't, they don't have any connectors to any other power grids in the United States. So they couldn't draw power from anywhere else. Um, and basically they do this to save money and they want to avoid the federal regulations, like, and increase their profits. So you literally put millions of people in danger. And the system is super old. They haven't updated it, and they don't update it unless they have a cause to. Like, unless something like this happens. Mm. Like, now they'll probably update it. But that's just been in place since, like, the 1950s. It's terrible. Yeah. So apparently all of the power grids in the United States are really old. Like, and if, I heard it was, like, if nine of them go out, like, we could have a coast-to-coast power outage. Child, it's going to be the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We're done. <laughs> Yo, and I was like thinking, and I was like, maybe the doomsday preppers were on or something. And the way I'm not about to be prepared, because I think I saw something else about like this girl on TikTok or something, like how her and her whole family are like off grid and they have a farm and shit and they like hunt their own meat or whatever. I'm not and I was like, that. that's not about to be me. Honestly, I might just have to die. If it really, like, for real, if it really, it really comes down, down to it. it. They be doing a lot in the movies. Them, like, like ex- those end of the world movies, they be doing a lot. Yeah, like, if I've got to be on some real survival shit, I'm only going to last so long. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, do all of the, the doomsday prepping shit. Because first off, I don't even got the money for all that, honestly. Fair. Like, I, you know what, they won. The rich people won. They wanted me dead. They got me. Like, <laughs> If it comes down to needing to survive, I'm not going to make it. Like, we were talking about, before the show, we were talking about uh, going to the gym, and Adrian was like, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know what? And I'm with you. Like, I think I would fight, but at a certain point, yeah. I wouldn't fight too hard. Like, I would put in a little effort, like, within my means, like, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm just, I'm not going above and beyond. Damn, but starving to death got to be brutal. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe some, my fight or flight instincts will kick in or something, and I'll like. That means you can't I smoke weed either if you're starving to death. Oh my god! Wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be healthier. Wait, I think that would make me even more sad. Like if if it comes down to like real doomsday shit. Oh, the weed, weed? running out is what you're worried about. The weed. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I'm worried about because that's what's keeping me happy. <laughs> And that Fair. will keep me happy Fair. during some crazy shit happening. I'm Fair. like, I'm going to need some weed. So who's growing? I, I need to figure out how to grow. I might figure out how to grow that, honestly. Fuck the vegetables. Fuck the vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I need to grow some weed. 
But yeah, I don't know. Speaking of weed, Ted Cruz, I don't know how that segues. It doesn't. He went to Mexico. Mexico has weed. Marijuana is a Spanish word. Bam. <laughs> Ted Cruz fled to Mexico this week, which was super well, fucking ironic. He tried. I don't think he actually made it there. He did make he it did. there. He landed. He was at the airport and he was like, actually, I just came to drop off my daughter. Wait, let me do a Ted Cruz impression. Um, actually, I <laughs> I just came to drop off my daughters and my wife and um, I'm heading back right now. That doesn't sound like Ted Cruz, whatever. I don't know what he sound like. So for all I know, that was a great impression. That nigga thought he was San Diego for real. Like <laughs> Carmen San Diego or whatever. <laughs> yes, bro. They landed and Telemundo had that microphone right in his face and said, Ted Cruz, uh, how could you leave the people of Texas in this time of need? And he was like, actually, I was just making sure my family got here on time. And then Liar. now he's on his like apology tour and like going, he's like, Texas strong. Trash. I hate Ted Cruz. Honestly, I was like, wow, like rich people are really sick. I mean, it's to be expected that they would simply leave. Yeah, they would just simply leave because they have the means to do so. Like if shit hits a the fan, they're like, oh girl, let's go to my private island. Like, and it's so funny because, like, he really dissed Mexico, like, all four years of Trump's presidency. And that's the first place he was about to pick up and go to. Like, that's where you're going for, like, safety? Interesting. 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 I don't know. Uh, Ted Cruz, to me, looks like the villain from Cyber Chase. Boom. Um, <laughs> he also looks like he learned how to be a human on uh, the WikiHow site with Mark Zuckerberg. So, <laughs> Not Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg is a robot. He's just got a very funny looking face. It's ugly. And also funny looking. <laughs> like funny looking is the only way to describe it because it's not it's not especially hideous or anything like that. Like do I yeah. think he's ugly? Yes. But he's like if someone searched on Ask Jeeves because not Google. Um if they search on Ask Jeeves, what are the parts of your human face and then they put them together. <laughs> That's what my Mark Zuckerberg Mark, looks like. His face literally looks like they like cut out each. They, <laughs> they cut <laughs> out the <laughs> eyes. <laughs> like they cut out the nose and they cut out the mouth and like pasted it on something. Nigga look like a vision board. <laughs> Ted Cruz kind of looks like a mouse a little bit. His he, he, he has a very mousy Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> How does he look like simultaneously Tom and Jerry? <laughs> and he has a mullet now? A mullet? He has a mullet. Ugh. And a, like a beard. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yuck. Yeah, fuck Ted Cruz. Fuck Ted Cruz. People were protesting and like calling for him to resign. And I can just imagine, because he didn't come out of his house, I can just imagine him like looking from one of the windows. <laughs> and he's like, golly gee, like... No, he called them haters. I think that's what he did. Not haters. <laughs> you literally left them all to die. Like, yeah, people did die in and Texas. People, people are dying, yeah, in Texas. And he just said, girl, I'm going to Cancun. See y'all later. And they left the dog. They... <laughs> <laughs> and to make it worse, it's a little white poodle named Snowflake. And they have a pic- <laughs> the paparazzi has a picture of the dog, like, standing against one of the windows. No. I know white people was about to be furious. <laughs> Why are people about to be furious when they see that fucking picture? I'm sorry, that's not funny, but like, they're about to be furious. They just left the dog in the house alone. And paparazzi got that on on 4K. <laughs> they probably like put put out some food and some water and said, "All right, call it a day." I uh, hope you survive when we get back. I don't know when we're coming back, but I hope you survive. <laughs> that's cruel. Speaking Poor of paparazzi, dog. though, did you watch a Britney Spears doc? Yes. That shit is wild. Free Britney. Yeah, when we were younger, it just seemed like it went from, oh, Britney Spears is a superstar to, like, Britney Spears is, like, crazy. 
Yeah, I didn't really know much about it. Also, because my parents shielded me from a lot of pop culture, secular music. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I like didn't know much about. It. All I knew was that the the first few singles or whatever, mm-hmm. and then Britney Spears shaves her head, and then I was yeah. like, oh, okay, don't know anything about why or mm-hmm. anything. See, Britney Spears was my go-to because my parents also did not allow me to. It was, like, illegal to listen to music (laughs) until I was, like, 16. So she was my go-to. That was the only person's name I knew um, in pop culture. So when anybody was like, oh, what's your favorite artist? I was like, Britney Spears. So they're like, "Mm, yeah, same girl. Yeah, same girl, same (laughs) girl. Like, I think I heard one song, and I was like, good enough. Yeah, I'm like, I heard um, Hit Me Baby One More Time, of course. Yeah, Womanizer was a bop. I learned a lot of it from when we used to play Just Dance. Yes, because they had had Womanizer and they had Toxic. Toxic. (laughs) Toxic was a motherfucking jam. Okay, when I say I do not like white people, never ever am I talking about Britney Spears. That lovely lady right there. I love me. Like, I watched the documentary, and I was like, wait, I really did like Britney Spears at one point. And then it was just like, she just kind of disappeared from pop but i never knew why yeah paparazzi evil yeah they literally basically just Destroyed. like broke her down mm-hmm. and i'm like that was the sole reason was just paparazzi pretty much like did you see the scene where she's coming out the bathroom and they just surrounded her oh yeah that was really and then paparazzi like they literally stalked them because well at least they used to before niggas started calling the paparazzi themselves now but no shade <laughs> um but, like, they used to, like, really, like, stalk them from their home to wherever they were going, and then they would call other paparazzi to figure out, like, where, like, communicate where Damn. the person is, is, like, they will follow them in cars and dark vans. Like, it used to be really scary. Like, now they have laws. Ooh. Okay, Brittany. Privacy laws. Yeah, now they got privacy laws. Like, Brittany really took the fall. Damn, not her having to suffer. She had to suffer. And, like, there was no talk about mental health or, like, what this could possibly do yeah, to Yeah, because I'm, like, throughout the whole documentary, I'm just, like... And even the reason why the conservatorship started, it was like, it seemed like my girl just needed a therapist or something. She, yeah, because she was also like, she was a teen when she became famous and she blew up like overnight. Yeah. And I think her mom said that they think she had postpartum mm. after her second kid. Yeah, they were so following was like, her with the kids and talking about she's a bad mom and all that stuff. So, of course. My sister just needed some help. My sister just needed some help. I low-key think her dad was behind it at one point. Like, when he saw her starting a spiral, I feel like he started calling the paparazzi on him. Shit. You know what? He was probably the tip. I wouldn't put a... Pause. Sorry. No, I said tip. No dick dick talk on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was behind it because... They they made a point to mention, like, he was not even in their lives before, mm-hmm. and he was, like, an alcoholic and stuff. Yeah. And, and that he suddenly popped up. It's mm-hmm. like, this is suspicious. That's weird. And suddenly, the person who has not even been in her life most of the time is in charge of her. And her money. And her money. It's not adding up. And also, I think he probably knew the judge, too, as well. Yeah, the old because one. Because they were talking about, oh, well, I have this medical document that I can't show you. I'm not going to show you. Mm-hmm. But because of this, yeah, we're going to do the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. So now I was like, you couldn't show her lawyer the medical form that's evidence for your reasoning. And Brittany Something literally said that she didn't want him to be. Right. And nobody listened to her. The judge didn't listen to her. So I think they was in cahoots. Yeah, he knew the judge or he, like, paid off the judge or yeah, something. Yeah, probably paid them off or was like, if you give me the conservatorship. Because Britney, Britney Spears will never have to work a day in her life. Yeah. She's very rich. She's very wealthy. She's very paid. Even now, like, her music is used for all types of shit. Her personhood, like, all that shit. So yep. she gets paid off that. But he was probably like, grant me the conservatorship. I give you X amount of money from her account because he owns the money now. Yeah. Yeah, he can literally do anything. 
and no one and it's all legal allegedly the if he um is unalive will <laughs> will britney be free from the conservatorship do you know i guess so but i think it's also co-managed by something someone else too. Oh, i think it's like a bank or something yeah so i think it wouldn't it would probably still be in effect. It would just be under not her father, okay. which is what she wanted, at least yeah. so as far as we know. Because the bank does... I don't think the bank can, like, own her personhood, so she would yeah. have her personhood back. Yeah. But I'm like, it's... Like, I don't even think she probably... She didn't even need it in the first place. She really... I think in they, the... I don't know. In the very, very beginning, maybe. Because, like, she was going through it. I don't think so. I think, because I think they, they said she was, like, hospitalized, like, twice, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if y'all just gave my girl some more help. There was no mental health talk back then. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, so I guess it's part of the times. But it's like, it didn't seem like it was enough that she couldn't take care of herself forever. Yeah. Yeah, forever is a long like, time. Yeah, maybe, the conservatorship like, is forever. Like, yeah. there's no time limit on it. I think, like, maybe, like, a year or two. Yeah, it would have made While sense. While she got grounded, because I'm like, okay... Like, she was in a really bad state. Like, from what I saw from the documentary, I was like, this is pretty bad. And, like, she may not be making... If if she has access to, like, all this money and all of her personhood, she may not make the right decisions. Like, I was genuinely worried. But, like, forever is a very long time. Yeah. And I think I was hearing something about... I think it's, like, guided decision-making mm-hmm. or something like that. And they said, like, that would have made more sense to go to first yeah. than, like, a full-on conservatorship. I don't know. Because she would still have her personhood and, like, own her shit. I heard that he had a stroke recently, so prayers down. (laughs) (laughs) I have a theory that Britney Spears and Bobby Shmurda getting free is going to have, like, the same effect. (laughs) What do you mean the same effect? Like, it's just going to be, like, just momentous. Momentous occasion. Yeah, like, because I think Bobby Shmurda gets out, like, today. I heard he got pushed yeah. back again. No. I thought he was like, they was talking about he's out now. Are we free now? Yeah. We're 82, 82. <laughs> dedicated to you, Bobby Schmurter. Bobby, bitch. Like, the Bobby way bitch. we've actually collectively be waiting on Bobby Schmurter. Every out. year, the Bobby Schmurter posts come. They're like, Bobby Schmurter, rumor to get out in December. Or they bring out that snippet video Show again. me the Carfax. <laughs> Show me the Carfax. I think I saw, like, one. I don't know if the picture was recent or not. It seemed recent, but, like, him and, like, I think his family members or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I they were also that. saying it was, like, either he was out today or he's supposed to be out tomorrow on Tuesday. Yeah, I think I heard that he's going to be out, like, tomorrow. Yeah. So I was confused on now. If they said Tuesday, why are they saying he's out today It's on very confusing whenever Bobby Schmurter, like, is supposed to get out of prison. I... I mean, he was, I think it was, the sentence was originally five years, was he it not? He took, like, more to get his friend less because his friend had... OD amount. Uh, so they were like, you split this down the middle. <laughs> I guess he was like, I was like wow. one more year, I guess. Real friends. How many of us? Not me. Sorry, I about, friend. I was, about to, I was about to say, I don't know. Not me. <laughs> I don't know, friend. I'm glad to know where you stand. I'm glad to know where you stand. Like, like if it wasn't my fault either, like, um, like I'm if we went, no. if we, if we did some shit together. Would you take, like, an extra year so I could get a less... Like, we had the same amount of years. Like, let's say oh, first you have five. Oh, equal? Yeah. I guess. If you had five and I had ten, for whatever reason, mm, I was wilding. Never mind. No, That's and too then, big of a gap. And then we both get seven. Would you do that? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, sleep on it. <laughs> sleep on it. I sleep on it. <laughs> sleep on it. Because I'm like... But you know what? Because then that's three less years for you, but two more years for me. But it's also like... I feel like I would do it for you, 
Because I'm like, if we did some shit, I'm like, really? I probably talked you into it. <laughs> I probably did. <laughs> Let's be real. Or some, it's probably some shit I got us into. <laughs> so I owe you that. <laughs> no, plus it's like, okay, if I get out before you, what the fuck am I going to do? True. And then I'm like... Then if I got out five years before you, that'd be sad. I'd visit you in prison for five years. Mm. And bitch, I'd be mad if fuck, I was blowing up your <laughs> goddamn phone if you did not visit me. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'm just True. thinking about. And then that way, then if we both got out at the same time, that would be ideal. Yeah. I thought you were about to say iconic. I was like, really? We waiting on the prison drop? Um, no, because first of all, I wouldn't even be going to prison because I wouldn't even be doing no shit to have me over there. Like. <laughs> I cannot say the exact same for me. I can say that I am working on myself. No, because I wouldn't be in no shit because no one would even be know if I was doing no shit. So if I was doing it, you wouldn't even know. I wouldn't get caught. Oh, you'd be sneaky. You'd be on the low low. Yes. Okay, like a crocodile in the water type. (laughs) So I wouldn't be anywhere over there because I wouldn't get caught. Okay. No one would even know. I see you confidence. (laughs) Confident in your scams, but we're going to talk about that later. (laughs) Speaking about confidence i need niggas to be confident in their predictions because last week it was meg will be dating a woman meg's gonna have a serious relationship with a woman comes out this week meg's dating party i mean they didn't give a timeline of when but i mean i doubted it anyway because i'm like meg like stop playing with me this is a straight woman (laughs) (laughs) let me leave before i get a girlfriend (laughs) like but this party man I don't, first, I was like, I don't know who this is. Apparently she he's some. She be dating low-level rappers. I think he's like some ghostwriter or something. She be dating some low-level niggas. I'm sorry. I don't know. And then, did you see that video of like, that, like when he kind of busting her on the bathroom? No. Okay. It was like a very weird video. I think they were on live. Like one of his friends was on live. Mm-hmm. And he was like yelling in the background, like, huh? open the door, like open the door. And I think Meg and her friends were in the bathroom or something. And then apparently he like busts in the bathroom. Excuse me? Hold on. Let me find out we got a ride. And was like, what you doing? I don't know. It was weird. I was like, why is he being so aggressive? Let me find out we got a ride at midnight. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're going to jail for. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I, for you, I do it, Meg. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm tired of niggas harming Meg. Yeah. So I'm like, and then of course the live like abruptly shut off. So I'm like, uh, yeah, we don't have the full story, but it don't sound good. So. I don't know what's up with that. And then, of course, I think the next day or a couple of days later, we get that video of her, like, holding on his arm or whatever. And people are like, oh, my gosh, she looks so happy. I'm sorry. She be doing some low What do y'all be news. seeing? Because I didn't see it. Like, the happiness. Like, the extra happiness y'all was talking about. I want her to date a rich nigga. I mean, he's probably rich, but, like. I don't know. I think she needs to get in a different circle of friends, people. I don't know. Her, I don't know. Her team, too, because why the fuck she got a song with Maroon 5 coming out? Who? Her team Girl. is the exact opposite or non, or of Normani's team. <laughs> Knew a little too much. Like, she has one with Idris Ilba or whatever, the actor who turned into, like, a rapper and everybody's gassing him. I don't know. I've never heard the song. He made a song. It, it goes like, London bloke. Pop, pop, pop. Like, no, I'm just joking. I don't know what the fuck it sound like. That's what all their fucking Oh, I think he was in this Netflix show that was kind of He's very handsome. I think he was kind of doing music-ish. It was a good series, though. Great gowns. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. His girl got- Great American accent. His girl got uh, COVID for him. Because he got oh, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Ride or die. That's we what We never got about. any updates on that. Did Idris Elba 
They're I mean, I assume he love. recovered from COVID. I think so. They're just, they sexing in love. What What else? <laughs> I don't need nothing else from them. I, yeah, I don't. But what were we talking about? How Meg's team is doing a little bit too much. Yeah, she has a song with Maroon 5. She has like five songs coming out in like the next month. With Is Rent Do, girl? She's not broke. Stop playing with her. (laughs) She's not broke. Stop playing with her. I mean, very paid, very busy, very booked. What are what are these other features coming out? Um, does it even does it do they make sense? No. Because I'm like Maroon Five. Like you just hopping on anything. You hopping on anybody track? But I'm like, are you two available? Like, you know what? I am not. Who am I to tell her what she should do? true i don't know your life i don't know your life maybe you really like rabbit but i'm just like it's not one it was from some stand page though but they're all tbd but none of them made sense i don't know maybe it was a fake list if it was just from stand no but page. the one with maroon 5 is coming and oh. i know the one from idris is coming so i just assumed the rest of i was like we might need to raise the price idris alba i kind of i feel like it kind of be fire though actually like he's gonna be like london bloke Bup, 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 Yuck, bup, bup. he's gonna be in this fucking British accent. And then Yuck. she's gonna be in the back like, eh. Turn on the American ha. accent. Eh, eh. Like, you know, it might. I don't, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I won't be listening to it on purpose, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna review it. Speaking of shit I'm not listening to on purpose, apparently some baby song, he he mentioned Jojo Siwa for whatever reason. Yeah, he called her a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw somebody say it was a it was actually a, a double aunt Andre and it was like about some previous guy he was talking about. Like Why some, did he show her picture? Oh, he put her picture in in it? the music video. Oh. He said, "And JoJo Siwa, bitch!" And then he showed the thing, and I was like, "If somebody got to explain, your, if your Stan got to explain your bars, they're not good." Because they took it out of context. Like I think like the bars before it, it was like something. Something about out. somebody named Jonathan. It was like, you're going to see why. And then oh. sounds like you a bitch, Jojo Siwa. But he showed her picture. But I mean, I get, yeah, he meant Jojo Siwa. But I don't think he was calling her a bitch. You know, rappers would like say words, but they don't really, you know. They Maybe they should read up the source. It's like if they said pasta, so then the next line was like lasagna, but they're not actually talking about lasagna, but they just said lasagna because they said pasta. Oh, like an ad lib? <laughs> No, that's not what I'm talking about. Am I making sense? I don't know. I don't know. I want JoJo Siwa to make a diss track. I JoJo Siwa, make the diss track. You 5'10", Ma. He's 5'2". This two. shit is a mess. Make it you happen. You know what? Let's see a fight. Let's get in the ring. <laughs> not the ring! <laughs> nah, JoJo Siwa, she makes music, right? Mm, uh, no. What does yes. she do now? I don't know. I don't follow JoJo Siwa. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. That is not my demographic. Does Jojo Siwa make... Does Jojo Siwa have cancer? <laughs> what? what? Cancer's not funny. She does make music. She has lots of music. Interesting. I just know her from Dance Moms, because I used to watch Dance Moms. And then after that, I was like, I don't know where... She just popped up, and I saw her receding hairline. Oh, is that why people are answer- asking if she has cancer? <laughs> that might be why. This ponytail is tight! Listen tight <laughs> okay bitch can't even get a rat tail comb in that joint what <laughs> i think she's like insanely rich though oh probably yeah she has like she's, a tesla i think she's very popular with the kids the kids love her how old is jojo siwa she's like 17 or something like 16 17 
She was a child. White people really do age like milk. This is crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, I've never seen her up close. <laughs> but I still want to distract Jojo Siwa. Regain my honor. I know she listens to this podcast. Oh, please. It's the gay staple. I mean, and true. I mean, I guess she did kind of, she recently came out as gay or whatever. Yeah. She has to listen to all the gay podcasts, listen to like Girl in Red and like all those other lesbian artists. Like there's- All the white gays. All the white gays. It's just something you have to do. I don't know. You you stay where you at, Jojo. I want the diss track or get in the ring. Choose one. I'd rather see a fight than hear a song. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the fight <laughs> but i won't listen to the song <laughs> i would kind of listen i actually would listen to the song just to see if jojo siwa has bars i'll read the lyrics <laughs> i want to see if jojo siwa got bars did she even write her own shit i don't know she probably got a ghostwriter who is needing a ghostwriter for cat sat on the mat <laughs> i don't know what type of music she'd be making you think she's gonna have a good go- girl gone bad era I don't know. I'm she, excited. Because at some point, she's going to have to transition out of that ultra childish era. I don't know. How long are you going to keep that up, girl? Mm. I guess maybe when she hits 18. She's 5'9"? What? 3.4 billion views. God damn. I know she's And how got... tall is the baby? <laughs> <laughs> Just want to see. 5'8". This is a lie. This nigga's not 5'8". Uh, why y'all acting like he was like 5'3 or something? This nigga is not 5'8". <laughs> This thing is five two. Stop playing with me. <laughs> wow, it's what they what they say is really true about five eight niggas looking short, mm. but five eight girls are tall. True, because I think average height for quote girls is like five four, mm. and average height for quote guys is five. I don't know. Was it maybe five nine ten? I think it's five ten. Five ten sounds right. Okay, see, so then 5'8", they're like, oh, you're you're short for a guy. I guess you technically are. Nah, that nigga's 5'2". I guess. But these jokes had me thinking the height difference was yeah. significant. 5'8 is not <laughs> terrible They said jokes over facts, man. <laughs> you know what? Tweets over facts. Honestly, I agree because I needed that laugh. I needed that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Jojo Siwa's still taller, so <laughs> tall bitch supremacy. Jojo Siwa dropped the diss track. Or get in, get in the ring. They they yoked up. They equally yoked. Not equally yoked. <laughs> but speaking of tall girls, Malia Obama. I only put this because she kind of gives me gay vibes. I don't know why. Yeah. But she's writing for Donald Glover, so I'm interested to see what she'll make. She's writing for him? Yeah. Like writing what? On a show for him. Oh. Interesting. Like any show in specific? Or? Um, I didn't get the name of the show. I'm just interested. You know, yes, she's an imperialist's daughter, but that doesn't mean that... That's not her fault. That's not her fault. <laughs> well, I mean, what is her fault was hanging out with all them white people that year that all that shit was coming out about her. Yo, it was so funny. They found her smoking, and then she rolled her shirt smoking kills. I will die to this day. Like, that... <laughs> it's giving Whitney Houston, crack is whack. Crack is whack. <laughs> it really is. Like, let that girl smoke her weed. <laughs> As they should have, honestly. Mm-hmm. Something else we should have, an Ivy Park PR box. Everybody in a goddamn mama <laughs> on my Instagram feed got a fucking Ivy Park P- PR box. But I say, where's my PR box? I <laughs> I know you listen to this podcast, girl. <laughs> you about everybody. <laughs> I know you listen to this podcast. I know you listening, girl. No, I'm serious. Because why? Because you know how Justine's earrings ended up on her site? 
Oh, true. Beyonce be in the wings like mm. a crocodile under the water. I'm what telling you. What podcast Beyonce be listening to? She listens to the read. I would like to know. She listens to one and a half lesbians. <laughs> what? How you know she listens to the read? She gave Crystal a PM. Oh, they got a. Yeah, I think they got boxes. Oh, nice. That's why I'm like, I know Beyonce listens to podcasts. And our shit comes up when, as a suggested, after you listen to the read. So, mm. Mm. by it's a possibility. So, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I also think Issa Rae listens to the podcast. I have no proof, but I would just like to think that she does. Hey, girl, love your material. You know, we critique a lot. <laughs> I just watched The Lovebirds the other day, and it was funny <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> I have to watch it still, but I just, I just feel like those three people they listen. Period. So send us the PR box, please. Even if it's even I'm if a it's size sh- medium to large. You know we just getting like the hat or something. <laughs> At least give me some pants. Damn. I'm cool with a hat. I'm cool with a hat. I'm honestly just cool with a box. Hit me up for my measurements. I'm cool with a box. Cool with a box. You need at least a jacket. Damn. Something. I'll take a signature. I I really like Beyonce. I really love Beyonce. So like. <laughs> I know I've critiqued her, and, like, people have been like, yeah, B-Sass thinks about Beyonce. I'm like... Nigga, who has said anything about that? On on Twitter. They, that you said something about yeah. Beyonce? Who? It was some random account. Like, somebody who doesn't matter. But, like, it's, oh. it's happened. But I was like, is that why I haven't gotten a PR box? Because <laughs> of that one time you said something? I don't even think I said anything bad. Some... I just said something about the... she has a, She's in her middle-aged mom. She's serving African fantasy. Oh. <laughs> it... What did I say? What is a lie? She's feeling her African oats. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by Liminal Stitches. Liminal Stitches is a black and queer owned crochet and yarn art brand ran by Amina Iro, the Liminal Shorty. Amina is a lifelong crocheter who takes inspiration from vibrant colors and West African prints and her client's imagination to make quality, fashionable, and wearable crochet goods. Everything from bralettes and earrings, sweaters and accessories, hats and blankets, and more. Follow Liminal Stitches on Instagram to add to your wardrobe today. That's L-I-M-I-N-A-L Stitches on Instagram. This week, we watched Vita Season 2, Episode 10, the Season 2 finale. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And we start out this episode with Lynn and Doña Lupe are, like, in the bar, like, doing, like, an abundance ritual. And Lynn is going around, like, success, abundance. Like, I thought she didn't believe in that shit. Right. She likes Doña Lupe when she has something to gain. But not when she has something to lose. Oops. Anytime she wants something, she's like, yeah, Doña Lupe, hey, girl. And yet, but any other time, she mad. Doña Lupe, it's a one-sided relationship, baby. Get out of there. <laughs> and speaking of get out of there... Emma is, like, camped out on the couch, and she need to get out of there. No. She need to get out of that dark place. Yeah, Lynn, who still hasn't picked up on the fact that her sister is depressed about something, like, walked in and was like, um, you're still here? Like, you have to worry about these bills. And then she picks up, like, the dirty dishes, and Emma's telling her, like, nobody told you to do that, which is true. And then she's like, well, if I don't do them, they're going to be here for, like, three more days, stinking up. And, like, do you think right now would be talking a good time to be talking about a chore wheel? And it's like, if I remember, you wasn't doing shit before. Literally. I was like, my girl can't have three off days. And suddenly you're like. You doing all the work in here? Like, ugh, I got to clean these dirty dishes. I'm like, what? Three days? 
And I'm, I, yeah, I was like, the mess of the apartment never came up before. So I'm like, I think you guys were doing okay. Yeah, like, and Emma was like, chores? Like, when for how many months this place has been spotless? No thanks to you. So I'm like, my girl had this shit in tip top shape this whole time and she don't clean for three days and it's a problem. This why Emma be going off on her ass. Like, give her a break. <laughs> and of course, Lynn is just like, girl, like whatever. Tonight couldn't be more important for the bar. You know, we have our concert tonight or whatever. And then she's like, and I know you're not in a crisis. I was like, how dare you? Hold up. She said, you're just doing all this to punish me. And I was like, yeah, uh, like always, this is about you. She's so self-centered. Um, terrible character. So self-centered. I hate her so much. It's a little too well-written. <laughs> it's a little too well-written. Because it really makes me dislike her. And I try not to hate characters because I'm like, then I start hating the actor or actress. And then I'm like, no, that's wrong. I should not hate the actor or actress based on this character that they played. But I'm like, you know what? I hate you, Lynn. I don't like you. I don't like you, Lynn. <laughs> so Emma opens up one of the letters and it's an invoice from Baco saying that she doesn't really owe him anything, which is confusing. Yeah, because I'm like, why does the invoice say zero dollars? But then they cut to, like, Lynn is in the back getting, like, the power washer and things for the wall, and it's courtesy of her councilman bay. I'm like, where did he even fucking go? Because I thought they was done. For real. This is why I said, like, these episodes, they be, like... Skipping. It'd be, yeah, it, they don't continue it for each episode, mm-hmm. which I guess is fine, but then it's like, oh, I forgot you even he existed. He was gone for a couple episodes, though. Yeah. It wasn't just one skip over. But maybe that's the point, like, to make it feel like, okay, like, Lynn only calls him when he needs something, and, like, he's willing to do that. Yeah, but she was just like, oh, like, thanks for the donation, and he was just like... He kind of got, like, really macho and defensive. Cause yeah, because of her outfit. Yeah, he was like, you got, you trying to make me jealous in front of my guys, and she's like, this is just me in work mode, you know, haha. <laughs> And she's like, I'm actually going to wash the paint on the side of the building. She was like, who else? Like, the sad girl up there? No, it's going to be me. And I was like, you didn't have to bring Emma into this, but... Honestly. Literally, the whole episode, Lynn, like, puts in, like, little jabs. Like, ugh, Emma, like... And I'm like, three, di- three days? I'm please. also like, what did Emma do that was so wrong to you? Literally, all Emma did was just... She was just, like, sitting on the couch. She's fucking depressed. Damn. She's fucking depressed. And even previous to that, like, what did she do to you? Because if I remember, I'm going to bring it up every episode, you spent the $14,000. Yep. I guess the only thing she can say is that she didn't take her ideas for the bar seriously. Like, Baby, I'm boo-hoo. sorry. You need to be licking at my feet. <laughs> because I would never let her, like, that's all Emma has to say. I would never let her forget that shit. So back to Lynn and the councilman. Uh, he's like no like let me get one of my guys to do it for and she's like no rudy i want to do this first of all rudy terrible name (laughs) uh imagine screaming that in bed uh but he goes like i don't love this you're gonna be out here like wet t-shirt contest and i know this neighborhood and i know my people and it's just it's It's just macho man yeah he's like i promise i'm not doing that i'm just looking out for my girl and she said my girl like first of all (laughs) we not even official like i haven't even ate your ass yet poppy (laughs) He was just like, you know what? Like, I'm too much. Damn, like, I'll just leave. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh, it was weird. Yeah, and then while he's, like, leaving, they kiss goodbye, and then we see, like, some guy in the background is, like, recording them, and I'm like, this is fucking weird. I thought he was recording her because she wasn't having a bra on. I thought it was, like, on some creep shit, but 
turns out that he's it, for fucking vigilantes. Yeah, and and he was like recording her while she was trying to wash the paint off the wall. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like, "Um, can I help you?" And he's like, oh, "I'm just shooting the beer ad. Did someone tag it?" I'm like acting all friendly. You, and shit. you niggas tagged it, right? And he's and she's just like, "Yeah." But, like, hey, like, we're having this concert tonight. You should come. We're trying this whole new thing or whatever. And then he just walks away saying nothing. I'm just like, why are you being weird? You're being weird, first off. And he was like, yeah, I can record you because you're, you're in public. I was like, um. It's weird. Look at the dynamics of this. You are <laughs> a man. And this is a woman wearing shorts and a t-shirt with like, no bra. It's a little odd. This is exactly what the councilman was worried about. <laughs> But we head back into the bar, and Nico, Lynn, and Marcos are there, and they're starting to set up for the concert that's happening tonight. And then Lynn greets Marcos, like, hey, girl, and they kiss on lips, and I'm like, hmm, it's a little too gay for me. I don't like it. It's a little too gay for me, but whatever. Yeah, and then he's just like, oh, like, I'm all yours today to help out with the setup. Like, I just finished my dissertation. And Nico's like, congrats, and Marco starts to go into it more, and Lynn is like, Anyways, so, um, Nico, you you need more help with the bar tonight, like, blah, blah, blah. I feel like they're gonna have a falling out. Yeah, because I was like, that's so rude. And I was like, again, emotional support. Putting again. Marcos in the corner. He There was a chance for some character development, yeah. And she said, girl, anyways, I'm worrying about the bar. Sorry, I got a one track mind today. <laughs> <laughs> Big main character energy, and you are a side character. Yes, unfortunate. And then, of course, this is when she takes another jab at Emma because Nico was like, oh, is Emma not coming? And she's like, no, nah, I got a zombie living up there. We can't count on her. And, you know, maybe you can't count on her for this tonight, but also she doesn't have to. Also, I feel like Emma should deck you in the face. And she would be within her rights. So, but speaking of Emma, she goes back to Baco's house asking about the invoice because it is a little bit weird. And she's like, why did you do this? I, like... And he's like, I didn't want to owe you anything. And she's talking about, like, she's the one who owes you something. And I, this scene really confused me a little bit. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to take the money. And she's like, this doesn't make any sense. And then, of course, his mom, like, comes in. And at first, the noise in the background, I was like, don't tell me this nigga got a wife and kids. Because I was like, no more <laughs> cheating storylines. But it just turns out to be his mom, and they're having a barbecue. Yep. There's just a big family gathering. But I am still confused about... Why the money didn't. thing? Because mm. I was like, what did he mean? Owe her? Maybe he just felt like she would keep calling on him to come back and he didn't want to be used. I don't know. I feel like this will come out in later episodes. Or maybe it's just something that they mutually understood and the viewer was just not supposed to get. Because they seemed to be cool and afterwards. Yeah, because then, of course, Bako's mom like convinces her to come inside for Eve, even though mm-hmm. she was trying to leave. And then Baco's mom is, like, bragging about how he, like, made the table they're sitting at. And how mm-hmm. he, like, remade the whole house. And she's, like, proud of him or whatever. And then Emma also finds out that he has a kid. And she's like, oh, like, I didn't know you had a son. And he was like, why would you? So it was, like, it was kind of interesting. She's like, oh, wow, people have lives outside of me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? And then she tries to apologize for the other day. She was like, I behaved like a pig and you were right to say it. I never really behaved like that. And then she mentioned that she ended up in similar situations before. But it's people above her yeah, that like she worked for. Yeah, the people for. she worked for. And I'm like, um, here's something to unpack. Trauma mm-hmm. alert. Trauma he, alert. <laughs> and he was like, this is something that you do? And she was like, no, like this is different. I feel like garbage. 
and I want you to know that if I made you in any way feel, and he was like, nah, like we're not gonna, we don't need to do this. <laughs> so I don't know, she apologized and it seems like he forgave her because he went to go get some of his mom's salsa for her. So hopefully I think this is like squashing all of that, which didn't really squash it for the viewer. I mean, I don't know, I guess a little bit, like it seemed like they're cool. Mm. Speaking of stuff that's not cool though, Rocky's apartment, they're talking about, oh, they would need a ride for something. And Eddie's like, yeah, I'm sure there's somebody who can give you a quick ride. And Rocky's like, your Subaru is parked on the street. Like, just walk over there and get it. Right. And she's like, um, like you know I don't want to go back over there until, and Rocky said, until you stick your nose where it don't belong so you can go over to them and like, haha, I got you, basically. Yeah, but it's like, why are you, not to be rude, but why are you kind of being a little bitch, like... Yeah, but then she was like, like, I just need to figure out if what your cousin said about Vita's husband is true. Because, it is true. You know it's true. Because she was like, because then that means the man's been living here this whole time. It means Vita lied to me. And I'm like, that's that's valid. I'm also a little confused of what she meant by here. I'm like, does she mean the building? Does she mean the town? Yeah, I think she means the town. But I'm also, I'm confused because then how do they get to the conclusion that he's always been there? And then I'm like, how do they just not know he's like, there? Maybe, uh, yeah, I'm like, y'all never saw him ever. And maybe they just had an agreement. Like, Vita was like, look, if you see me, my kids in public, like, you look the other way. I don't know. Vita's the villain, so. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how that went down. And they didn't really go into much depth with that, even in this last episode. Because, like, the only other thing we get is later Ed, we see Eddie at some church service and then we look at the program, and it says, like, Pastor Victor Villanueva, and I that's the name. And she just steps out into the aisle and just stares at him. And there's just, like, ominous music in the background. That whole scene, I was like, please don't <laughs> let this nigga be a pastor. Please don't add another layer to this already messy story. Yeah, I don't. And then that was it. Then they cut, and then we never see Eddie in the rest of the episode. <laughs> So I was like, not y'all dropping this bomb just to leave it for the next season. <laughs> Torture. Like, I want to know now. Or I'm like, is that going to be like a focus for next season? That might be a focus for next season. Mm. Like they're tying up all the loose ends here. Yeah. So for the big drop. But then we head to a vigilante's meeting and the guy who recorded Lynn is showing like an edited version of a, her talking about the concert and like kissing the councilman. And then he called her Coconut Becky, which I thought was fucking hilarious. I was confused. I was like, what's the coconut for? Oh, it's like brown on the outside, white on the white inside. White on the inside. Ah, uh, it's like I their thought, Oreo. Yeah, it's their Oreo. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny because I just think the name Becky is really funny to describe like white people. Yeah. I think that is a funny slur or whatever. <laughs> Quote slur. Slur. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I could post this right now. And Yoli was like, that coconut ass bitch won't even know what hit her. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> And, and Mari's like, oh, why is like the detergent now? And then they're talking about going after the Hernandez Cortez clan for yeah, the Vita bar. That Vita bar, fucking, fucking sellouts. <laughs> they took down a community mural and put up an offensive ass beer ad. Near they're trying to have this chipster concert. Fuck that. We're putting that coconut Becky on notice. <laughs> I don't know what a chipster is. I think it's something like a hipster. They, I don't know what the chipster part is but hipster in the same vein of hipster hipster used to be a slur <laughs> i i was targeted <laughs> yeah this girl in high school used to s- throw the word uh hipster at me like it was a fucking slur she was like you hipster i was like what the hell, <laughs> what the hell? 
And then Mari was like, oh, like, what about the other stuff we're doing? And Yoli was like, girl, just because we're doing this don't mean we don't care about that. Yeah, and somebody in the background goes, fuck those colonizers. I was like, wait. I was like, I'm sorry, colonizers? Taking it a bit far. It's a a scotch too far because... (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's it's far and you should say it. It's far and you should say it. It's a smidge too far. A smidge too far, love. (laughs) XX. Because not only is a smidge too far, all of you are white. All of you are white. And I was like, does having a concert that attracts, quote, hipsters and putting an ad on your wall, does that make you a colonizer? Come on now. And then on top of that, everybody who fucking came was Hispanic and brown and like... I mean, it looked a little on the white side. But they're all fucking white. Yeah, honestly, they're... It's hard to tell the difference. Y'all are really the same. Unless y'all are like a darker-skinned Latino, like it's... Which we haven't seen. We Yeah, we have not seen a single dark-skinned Latino person. I don't think you have the right, love. No, no, in it, you don't have it. This is just a Make Fun of British People episode. <laughs> just clowning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Smith's too far, love. Yeah, but then we get Lynn is like walking to the bar. It's like close to the concert, and she sees there's already like a decent sized line forming outside. And I'm like, okay, see, people are actually here. It's gonna be a successful night. But Marcos kind of ruins the vibe and shows her the video before they open the door. The video of her, and yeah, uh, with the power washer and also kissing the councilman. Yeah, and then they go. Calling one another coconut is just such colonized fuckery. I'm like, okay, which it kind of is. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say they can't call people coconut because y'all not going to tell me I can't call people Oreos. So. You still use the word Oreo? That's the I mean, cool no, bro story. I don't, yeah, but I'm like, if cool it fits. <laughs> like, no, like, especially like back when we were saying it, no one was going to say that we can't call you that. Like, you True. still going to get called this Oreo. Like,. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's especially painful Maybe for not me, by me because but. I was indeed called an Oreo <laughs> at certain points. Just feel like we shouldn't do it. <laughs> no? Hit the soft spot! Marco said, you know, it's just not cute. <laughs> and it's not. But Nico tries to rest assured that, like, Lynn, you shouldn't worry about tonight. And, and she said, girl, you think this is the first time I've been cyberbullied? Pow! Please. And she said, anyways, why are the fairy lights not on? <laughs> right. And they were trying to convince her that this was a little bit different. But Lynn is more concerned about the fairy lights. She said, bitches been hating. Yeah. And honestly, it really wasn't that deep, to be honest. It wasn't that deep. Her and the councilman, not exactly a secret. Also, okay, he's beating my pussy up. Like, what? Right. And they was given free promo with the video when she was like, really? hey, you should come to Vita tonight. We're doing this whole new concert thing. Yeah, like. Thanks for the promo. For- there's no bad press. And them <laughs> niggas didn't even step foot inside the bar. Sorry, couldn't get me to care. <laughs> uh, so then Nico is, like, taking out some boxes for recycling. And then Emma also pulls up in her car. And she's, like, always acting like nothing happens. It's business as usual. She's like, oh, I hope the neighbors don't complain about the line. Did Lynn hire security? <laughs> and Nico said, yeah, Marcos is at the front door. Which is so fucking funny. <laughs> Who the fuck is Marcos about to stop? I'm sorry. I was like, Security? Marcos. uh, Nico cocks that head and was like, hi, by the way, bitch. Like, and Emma's still going on. You're like, you know, if that, damn, if that whole line comes in and starts drinking, it's going to be a mess. Hi. Hello. How are you? Like, 
Emma, I don't know, her trying to avoid stuff sometimes makes me really uh, disgruntled. Yes, I hate it. Because I'm like, it doesn't have to be like this. This person is clearly wanting to reach out to you, clearly wanting to say hi. Why are you acting like nothing happened? And Nico was damn near fiending to see her because she was like, she said four days since the last time we saw each other. Niggas been counting. Counting the days. Okay, I want somebody to thirst over me like that. I want somebody to thirst over me like that. I want someone to be like, damn, it's been three days. I haven't seen Bay yet. Damn. Yes. And I want you to tell me that shit too. <laughs> Feed the ego. And so then she's finally just like, hello. Like, and then she said, look, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you about Zoe, but I didn't have to. And Emma tries to flip it like, nah, I think you're misinterpreting things. And, and she said, no, I'm not. I don't want to do that thing where we like pretend Emma, even if it's just for once. I want us to name it. And she's like, oh, you make such everything so fucking dikey. And I was like, so what? <laughs> so what? <laughs> and Nika was like, God, you don't have to get nasty. And I'm like, was saying dikey the nasty or? <laughs> it was a little... I guess the way she said it, it It was was a little. That's what I was saying before when we were making up slurs. Like, you just got to say it with the right, like, the right confidence, the right, like, spite in your voice. That's a slur. If somebody called me dykey, I would be very offended. Like, in the wrong tone, yeah. I mean, but also, I think Emma was just trying to avoid it because she was, like, in, like, processing it. Like, it's so exhausting. Do you see? She don't ever be processing shit. And you know what? It is a bit dykey. And what about it? And what about it? Okay. And she was just like, you know, can I just say shit? Like, sometimes people just want to say shit or not. Like, right now, I'd rather not talk about this. <laughs> and that's fair. I mean, I guess. But she was like, I'd rather us go about our lives as if nothing had happened. And then? And I was like, we not going to do this. Nico said, I like you, Emma. Way too much. <laughs> <laughs> not you preaching this. And then, told, and then tells her that she likes her too. And you know what? I admire the confidence. Right. She was like, I know you like me too. Sometimes you got to tell a bitch, I know you like me. I know you love, you love me. That's why you running away. Stop running. That's why, that's sometimes you just got Why are you running? Why are you running? Why are you running? Why are you running? And it's true. Sometimes you just got to, but Emma says it doesn't mean yeah, anything. And then Nico's and like, like, it means yes. everything. everything. And then they kiss. Yes. I was like, while we were watching on Discord, I was doing like the little meme. I was like, now kiss. <laughs> But they go inside the bathroom that maybe doesn't have a lock. And they're, like, making out. And then Nico starts, like, finger, well, wants to go finger her. And then she's like, oh, I should wash my hands. I'm like, we love a responsible, pH-balanced, caring queen. We love sanitization. We love not getting random foreign objects in our pussy. Yes, we love not getting a UTI from getting fingered with dirty fingers. We love not having (laughs) yeast infections. (laughs) And we just love someone that cares enough about us to remember that. Yes. You know, she was like, you know, I was just out recycling trash, so. <laughs> but they, but I'm like, you might as well have just fingered her with your nasty, dirty fingers because y'all fucked on the bathroom floor. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. <laughs> Couldn't pay me a million dollars. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I would have tried my hardest to not fall on the damn floor. <laughs> Any bathroom that has graffiti on it, I'm not having sex in there. Do not touch the walls or only touch the floor with the bottom of your feet. And that's it. With shoes on. With shoes on. Couldn't pay me enough. And I don't know. I also want to hear from you guys. Like, you can add us. You can send us a voice memo. Whatever. I want to know. Are you, are you fucking in a bathroom? 
in a club bathroom. Are you fucking in a club bathroom? With the possibility of someone barging in. And the possibility that your genitals might be on the floor. Ah! Or touching the floor. <laughs> like, are you risking that for a nut? Because to me, sex is not that good. To me. I mean, it's a spur of the moment. It was the moment, you know? Sex is not that good that you cannot wait. For a bathroom floor, a public bathroom. I mean, first it was a sink. Then it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I just haven't had a nut that's worth it yet. <laughs> if you can prove me different, you know. You said prove me wrong then. Prove me wrong. <laughs> but I just haven't found sex that is. Maybe I will change my mind one day. One day. But I just haven't gotten that <laughs> nut yet. And I was so anxious that, like, someone was going to come in, though. And ruin the moment like Yes, like, do. it happens so many times. I've been traumatized <laughs> <laughs> by shows and movies that interrupt the gay shit all the time, constantly. We did get a good stream of gay shit. Yes. It was, uh, I was like, okay, it seems a little long for me, but I appreciate. You know, we've I had a long buildup. Yes, we had a long buildup. I think it's They warranted. deserved a long sex scene. They did. <laughs> But at the same time, Lynn is going back up to their unit and she sees Mari's in there packing her things. And she's like, you're leaving? Oh, is it, it's because Emma's a slob, isn't it? I, I will leave too. And it's like another job She Emma. was a slob for three days and now you're like, damn, I, I will leave too. Bitch. <laughs> like I said, Emma should duck you in the face. And Mari's like, no, like I, I just should. Like I have to. And I was like, I guess is she leaving because of the vigilante, the vigilante stuff? I guess she said, you know what? Sorry, bitches. It's been real. (laughs) (laughs) I have fun. (laughs) I have fun. Yeah, and she was like, oh, like, do you know where Emma is? I should probably talk to her. And Emma said, no, I don't know. and I don't care. At least she's off the fucking couch. You know what? I am proud of Mari for this little scene where she's like, look, fair warning. Like, the vigilantes, we're going to disrupt your music night tonight and every night until you meet our demands. Uh, You know, you just took down the mural without asking anyone. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, Lynn was like, wait, we didn't have to ask anyone. It's yes. our building. And she's right. She's right. And it was not no community mural. It, the community was not on that mural. And I'm like, did the community make the mural? Maybe. maybe. I mean, maybe so, but I don't think it was like a like a wide community effort. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Mari's like, folks just want you to be held accountable. And that every change has, like, a ripple effect in the community. I'm not really sure what the ripple effect of taking down the mural is. But you know what? I haven't done the reading. I guess it was more, I think she was more about the concert. Because it was like, oh, like, the concert's going to attract all these chipsters and hipsters. And I'm like, I guess. I mean, that was kind of the crowd that was there. Like, people would be like, yeah, they're hipsters. But also, is there another bar in town that is also bringing in hipsters? I don't know. Like, like it's not a wide effort by hipsters. I don't know. Maybe they're worried that hipsters are going to go to, like, the smaller bars and, like, make them into hipster places. Maybe. But also, this is one night at a bar. They can't have, like, one night where, like, people who aren't necessarily local, local come in. I'm mm-hmm. also, like, okay, after the bar, you're going to have drunk, hungry people that are going to want... Right, to buy the food Ooh, or in, in the yeah. community. But like I've said, I haven't done the reading. Um, <laughs> so I'm not really, like, I know it's, like, is it gentrification at this point? Like, they I wouldn't call it gentrification. do live there. They were did grow up there. At least Lynn did. They both grew up there, yeah. 
to a certain point. The bar was inherited. It's not like they bought it, bought the block like Nelson. And I'm like, it's yeah. not like they're this big corporation. I don't know. I always understood gentrification as more of a systematic thing where, like, mm-hmm. large corporations come in and buy the block. Like, not necessarily, like, people who own one piece of land. But, you know, like I said, I have not done the reading. <laughs> And Wynn was just like, well, did you talk to them? Like, those are, that's your people. Like, did you explain that you know us and we're just doing this to stay afloat? And, of course, Mari ain't say shit. But she did call them hentifiers, which... Yeah, she was like, you are, though. You're hentifiers. It's even worse when Emma was like, we're not gentrifiers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not Emma, Lynn, whatever. And then Lynn is really nasty. She's like, after everything Emma did for you, you're going to protest us, too? And the Mari didn't say anything, and she was like, you fucking little backstabber. Come on, I'm going to watch you leave. Walk. Walk. Like, eh. You know what? When they said colonizer, perhaps. Perhaps. A, li- a little bit. A little bit. But, like. <laughs> I see where you were coming from. I'm walking on the trail with you. Yeah. But then, I guess, she sees Mari out, and then Lynn is back downstairs, and, like, the concert had already started, and everything's good. There's a good turnout. Everyone's having a good time. And then Marcos comes up to her, like, you should come see this. And then outside, the vigilantes is outside protesting. You know what? I'm going to be real with you. As long as you don't uh, disrupt my concert inside, I can't I can't say that I'm going to talk to you. That's where we differ, Lynn. And Lynn is like, oh, I should probably go talk to them. And I'm just like, oh, sweet, dumb Lynn. <laughs> and Marcos, with some sense... It's like, I don't know, like, as long as they're not throwing shit through the windows, you might want to stay in here. And, you know? You should have listened. Should have listened. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> She's like, this is ridiculous. It's just a fucking concert. <laughs> Emma and Nico are still having sex. Uh, I mean, it's kind of wrapping up. It's a little bit. But, you know, they're cute. They're cute. They're, they're all smiley. cute. I was like, look at, look at Emma smiling. After that nut, no. <laughs> you know, nuts be doing something. I was like, maybe I'm miserable right now because I haven't had sex in a minute. <laughs> it's true. No, no, it's true. No, it's no. True. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Nico was like, oh, are you going to freak out once we open that door? And Emma's like, probably. And then they kiss again. And Emma hears like the vigilantes outside. Shit's about to get real. It's about to get real. They're like, say it loud. Say it clear. Gentry are not welcome here. <laughs> And then Lynn, like, goes outside and tries to talk over the chance, which is so dumb. Yeah, I was like, and they're definitely not listening. They don't want to hear what you have to say, which I think is a little stupid. I think that's unfair because I also feel like Emma and Lynn didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like they could have had a conversation with them. Yeah, because I'm like, how are you going to come at me for, with a list of demands, but I have never seen the demands. Yeah. We could have had a conversation about them demands before you started, like, showing up to my... Yeah, it's like, demands? I'm also like, Mari, you could have just talked to Lynn and Emma and be like, this is what we want. Like, you was the liaison. Yeah, she definitely could have been the liaison between them and avoid this whole protesting thing with just communication. But... (laughs) But they really have... uh, Yoli, yeah, front and center, was like, y'all think y'all can just come back here and, like, art wash community mural and put up a fucking corporate ad and lynn Lynn steady trying to defend herself before that she was like i just don't understand what we did wrong like (laughs) and Mm. she's like no this is this wasn't a community mural my mom put this up and then talking about like look you're attracting hipsters with this fucking concert like this bar is no longer for the community and i mean lynn is still trying to defend herself 
Yeah, she's like, no, you got this all wrong. I'm from this neighborhood as much as all of you. And Yoli was like, this bitch is pissing me off. Get the laundry detergent. And throws it at her. It's like the it's uh-uh. like the powdered one. It was wild. They said, let's wash this bitch out. And she was like, come on, Mari. Like, come on. And Mari's just sitting there like, uh. I was like, how you isolate yourself from both groups? Literally. I was like, say something, bitch. <laughs> Literally. Fucking quiet as shit. Lynn's still trying to plead her case with the vigilantes. It's like this bitch is on court. It's actually kind of funny. She's like, we've been here for five decades, and my grandfather built this place, and my mom ran until she died, and my sister and I worked so fucking hard. And then, like, the powder <laughs> detergent, which is basically just acid. It's just, like, a carboxyl acid, I think. And it, like, stinks her eyes, but throws it all over. She's, like, completely white in the face and on the eyes. Yeah, and Emma was, by then, Emma was, like, peeping out from inside, and then she runs out like, that's my sister, you fucking cunt, and tackles Yoli to the ground. It's, like, hitting her Curb stomp, okay? <laughs> I'm, I knew Emma had it in her, but I didn't think she would ride out for, for Lynn. Lynn. It was like, okay, you still love your sister deep down. Deep down, yeah. Yoli was not expecting to get her ass whooped. Shouldn't have been throwing laundry detergent? Yeah, I was like, I feel like that is very um, mischievous. Yeah, I was like, especially like in her eyes. I was like, you, why are you getting like this like Acid. chemical yeah. in her face? I was I, like, this is attempted murder. No, I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I thought they had eggs or something. Like, maybe they was going to egg, like pour the detergent and mix water and like throw. I don't know what yeah. I thought they were going to do with the laundry detergent. Or, but Yeah. Or even if they had like some like soap or something and they like squirted the soap like on her body, but not her face. I don't know. I feel like the face is kind of. A sensitive area. Yeah. I was like, you're getting into like. Attempted murder vibes. Police behavior. Yeah. Like, and the cops was there, and whole time I was like, is somebody going to get arrested? I was like, nah, there's no black people here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Emma, um, Nico comes and is like, yo, 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 Emma, 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 because the police tried to kind of, like, pull Emma, Mm -hmm. and they were like, oh, she threw the laundry detergent first, and they leave Emma Nico was like, no, officer, officer. (laughs) So, I'm thinking that maybe one of the vigilantes got arrested. Yeah, I was like, maybe Yoli would have got arrested, Mm -hmm. but I thought... I was like, since the police were there, I thought they would have got Emma for sure because she was like, but it was self defense. It was defense, but it wasn't for herself though. Like, but she if the wasn't, person, it wasn't self defense of Emma. I think how they're justifying it is like, okay, that's my sister. Like, I defended my sister because she can defend herself. Like, that feels like how this is being presented. I don't know. All I was, I was like, this seems weird that the police are there and they weren't arresting anyone. I don't know. That was just me. Um, the police are absolutely useless. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even know why they're here. The protest crowd wasn't even that big, to be honest, for police to already be out there. Apparently, they're the brown slash, like, darker mesito crowd. So, like, I, the vigilantes. Like, uh, where they crickets go. because yeah. I don't see no dark skin. No word. I guess where they go. Like, they're kind of like the troublemakers of the town, if that makes sense. Like, that's how it oh, get the okay. vibe. So true because I remember earlier in the season Johnny was like, Oh, those troublemakers and mm-hmm. vigilantes. Okay. So uh Mari's dumbass is still standing in the background and then they make contact eye contact with Emma. Yeah, I think Emma was like, You bitch, you backstabbing bitch. You just gonna stand there and watch. You could have just stayed in the room for all that. For real. I don't know. You could have just been like, I didn't know something. that shit was gonna happen. I mean she knew when Emma? she knew they had the laundry detergent. At their meeting earlier, 
She knew what they were going to do with that. Mm-hmm. And she didn't say anything. She she also didn't have to go. She didn't have to go. Because she didn't do nothing. I thought she was about to ride out with the vigilantes or something. Nah, I didn't think she was. I was like, you look a little apprehensive. I don't think you're going to actually protest them because since you know Emma and them and they're letting you stay in their fucking house for free. Yeah, I should have called out sick. Sorry, babes, because vigilantes, uh, I don't see nobody because when you needed a place to stay, it was crickets. I'm just saying, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Right. I was like, how are they, they going to open their home to you? Is that problematic? Because they are gingerfires, allegedly. I guess. I mean, and I was like, I guess like that's, like, if Mari didn't know them, mm-hmm. she would have been out there with them, probably. Like, that's her brand. Like, that's what she stands for. I guess she's questioning herself now, but I don't know. For me, if no, if bitches in the vigilante's not offering me a ride home and a place to stay and a hot meal, I would have called out sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> I don't know. But once Emma and Lynn go back inside to wash out the detergent from her eyes. They come back out and like Emma actually has a chance to take in the whole event. And she's like, wow, like look how many people. And Lynn is like, of course, I know. (laughs) But this guy walks over and goes, I heard you were the owner of this place. And Emma goes, no, we both are, which I guess is a cute nod. And uh, he's offering a business card because he knows another singer called La Santa Cecilia. And that maybe she would love to play there. So he gives him the card to chat some time. And then Emma, like, odes to Lynn. And she's like, no, give it to her. She's the one in charge. So she acknowledges that Lynn did good. Yeah. She was like, you did good, Lynn. This is good. And Lynn just, like, stares at her and then just starts crying. And I'm like, are you... Is that all she wanted her to say this entire season? For real. You were just like, oh, my God, senpai acknowledged me. (laughs) She just wanted the acceptance of her sister that she never received. Oh, brother. Give me a fucking break. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, it's kind of (laughs) heartbreaking. I don't care. Fuck Lynn. I don't like you. Oh, my God. But I do like that we had two black people in the crowd and also one of the dancers on stage is black. I didn't even notice the one on stage was black until I watched it the second time. I was like, oh, wait, it's a third black person in this episode, period. We're up to eight (laughs) black people. (laughs) And no Afro-Latinos. Yeah. I guess they could be Afro-Latinos, but... I was like, not even one, like a friend. Yeah, like you don't Come got on. no Afro Latino friends. I was like, nobody, and I was like, the nerve of y'all to be talking about oh, like dark skin this, dark skin that, and not even a darker skin Mexican. Y'all, yeah. where are they at? Y'all, saw, y'all are Mexican. I know y'all exist. I was like, I saw them in high school. Uh, yeah, I saw them in high the school. The darker skinned Mexicans. Mexicans. Yeah. So now that we're talking about it, yeah. I'm like, I know them niggas exist. So. It's just interesting to me that y'all only found light actors, but then you want to talk about skin tone and colonizer in the next community. Hmm. Interesting. It is looking quite interesting to your boy. <laughs> Not to your boy. <laughs> uh, predictions for next episode? Mm, I guess next episode will be season three, so maybe they'll like do like a time jump or something mm-hmm. and it'll be like fast forward the bar is successful and blah 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 or maybe they'll just start where they left off i don't know <laughs> we're definitely gonna get deep dive into this pastor guy yeah for sure i'm really mad they really gave us like two scenes with eddie and talking about eddie's not getting all a lot that. of screen time she's not which i mean i guess it's fine because she's not the star but 
They haven't really, I don't know. I feel like they could do more with her character. Yeah, there's not a lot of, like, Vita update. Like, we're getting Vita updates through her. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, we could get something with, like, some pictures, like, add some memories. Like, okay, let's, because all I know now is Vita's the villain. V is for villain. And maybe that's what they want us to know. I guess character's not very multidimensional to me because I'm like, okay, let me see some more pictures of Vita. Like, I mean, she's dead. Maybe she's they not supposed to be. They could expand on that through Eddie's character, though. Like, Eddie would be, like, reminiscing. Like, why Eddie got to be terrible, sad, only have one thing left of Vita? Like, <laughs> was this a happy marriage or not? Because I mean, where's, the, where's the sentimental things? I think it was. I guess they just chose not to focus on that, the show. I don't know. Because mm. it seems like the show was more... Emma, Emma and Lynn. And, Lynn. and I guess Eddie's kind of got pushed to the side this season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully season three is more Eddie Beast. Yeah. I don't know. Or at least a little, a little bit more. more. A little I don't know. more scenes. Maybe she will make up with Emma and them. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see all... Because she did get a lot more screen time when they were all three, like... Together. Yeah. Yeah. Because also, I think she misinterpreted what Emma meant. Mm-hmm. When she was like, you have no legal right. But also, I'm like, the show didn't show us any other dialogue between them. They made it seem like something else happened. Also, Emma was right. She was right. That's not Facts. her That's not her bad that you didn't check that your girl's old nigga was dead. That's the first thing I'm doing. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you know what? I will. Next girl I got. You gotta check if the old one did. <laughs> if I'm getting married to somebody and they tell me that their their person is dead, like their ex is dead or whatever, like girl, show I'm, me the death certificate. I'm checking that shit out because <laughs> last thing I need is some nigga popping on me like uh, Nico's ex did. I mean, I know Nico didn't think her ex was dead, but can you imagine like somebody popping in your house and being like, "We're still married," and the fact that she's legally still married to this man. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm doing a little bit more research before I'm getting married to somebody. Like, niggas just run to the courthouse. (laughs) Niggas wasn't even at the courthouse. Niggas said, we having a backyard ceremony. Wait, stop. How did you think that was legal? Don't you have to go to the courthouse at some point and sign documents? I'm pretty sure you have to do that. I don't know what, I don't know what the process actually is for like the legal part of marriage i think my parents told me that you have to go to the courthouse you have to sign paperwork afterward and i don't think they sign like any of like you have to go to the courthouse in your city where you Mm. get married and sign some paperwork see that's what i'm confused i'm like how like did eddie not know that i don't think marriage was not legal i don't think she knew the steps of getting married Mm. you have to sign something like maybe in 1865 you could do that but like now we have rules (laughs) You have to sign paperwork to make it legally. Yeah. And they would have told you at the thing because they do a search. I'm pretty mm. sure. I don't know. Some some fishy was going on. Some ain't adding right. Some ain't adding up. I need answers in season three. Yeah, I need some more answers in season three, which I think we'll get. Answers. <laughs> I think we'll get them because they did wrap up nicely season two. It was enough wrapped up, but we still had the cliffhanger between Mari and... We still have a cliffhanger with Johnny and Lynn. Mm, fuck Johnny and Lynn. I don't um, want to see them next season. I don't, but you know we will. And then we have the cliffhanger with Eddie. But stuff is kind of wrapped up with Lynn and Emma and Emma and Nico. Oh, yeah. I want to see more Emma and Nico. No major relationship problems, please. <laughs> like, you I, know, I think we've gotten over the big hump. Small things that can be fixed. <laughs> I think I think we have hit the, the big bump. I think this is it for us. 
maybe. I don't know. You never know. They love throwing a little twist in there. Add some spice. <laughs> In dumb bitch news, we got some real dumb bitches in the house. We got some real, real dumb, dumb bitches in the house. I only have one story this week, but boy, is it a doozy. I mean, true. I guess this is the only story story. I just had like a, a dumb tweet. Oh, say your <laughs> dumb tweet. Oh, say it before. Are we going to do the dumb tweet first? Yeah, say it before. <laughs> okay. Today, some man tweeted... Sneaking snacks into the movie theater is top shelf tacky. Like I won't be your friend anymore, tacky. <laughs> People see it as harmless. I see it as Karen's telling management. Management scared of me, so they call the cops. Me on a t-shirt. All to save 20 to $30. I'm sorry, niggas is getting sniped over bringing candy into the movie theater? <laughs> it was never this serious. No, no, no. I'm sorry, show me the car facts. Show me the car facts. Niggas get killed for a lot of things, but bringing snacks into the movie theater? Like, you would stop being friends with someone over bringing snacks into the movie theater? Nigga, get the fuck out of here. And said it is top shelf tacky. Well, baby, call me Burnett's because I'm on the bottom shelf. <laughs> Not Burnett's. Yo, remember Burnett's and... Oh. Bruh, garbage. Wow. <laughs> Woo. If you're still out there drinking Burnett's, I want you to boss up. Uh, oh, no. You please. know, there's 18 year olds that listen to freshmen this. Freshmen in college drinking Burnett's. No. Only. Even if you're a freshman in college, do not buy brunettes. I, uh, Save yourself. Save yourselves. Literally, my Joker origin story is. Bruh, I feel like I remember we were like, oh, let's try a flavor one. And <laughs> Please. And I forget what flavor we got, too. I think it was like strawberry or something. Yes, yeah, strawberry. <laughs> and it was the worst tasting. Oh, It was terrible. Burnett's taste like metal socks dipped in rubbing alcohol that's a good one yeah yeah it tastes like fake alcohol does that make sense yeah yeah save yourself don't drink brunettes if you've already drank brunettes in college you may be entitled to financial compensation <laughs> please call 1-800-BURNETTS um or you can log into burnettes.com and fill out a survey please do not actually do that <laughs> But yeah, I couldn't tell if this guy was serious or not in the tweet. I was hoping not, but it was seeming like maybe he was serious. And I just thought this was funny because... Niggas are snack sniper. <laughs> you mad that niggas are... Sa- Even if it's 20 to $30, you're mad we trying to save $20? Niggas. It's the, hard out here. The concessions connoisseur. <laughs> like, they be selling a pack of Twizzlers for $4. And I could get one for a dollar. Yeah, before the movies, I hit the dollar store. Sorry. Like in a, um, like when we would go to PG, mm-hmm. we would just go in, get some little snacks at a kiosk at mm-hmm. the mall, and come back outside to the movie theater. And I'm sorry, niggas that work at the movie theater do not care. They really don't because it's these all, big ass bags, they're not searching. It's always teenagers that work in the movie theater. I'm sorry, I've never seen a grown adult work at a movie theater. I know it happens, but just not in yes. PG County where we I, were. At. I have. You have? Oh, yeah. I've seen old ass people. I also just feel like. Niggas that work at movie theaters don't care. 
Why would they? They I know they're not getting paid enough to care. No. So why would they care? Sneak no. your snacks in. Sneak your snacks in. Movie theater employees do not care. And don't be a hater. You dumb shit spending $30 on snacks when you could have spent five. Big spender. Shit. I think one time my mom had like this big bag. We had Rice Krispies. We had grapes. I think we had some Pop-Tarts. What's the wildest thing you Swiss brought? Swiss cake rolls. To the movie theater. What's the wildest thing you've ever brought? Mm, I don't think I brought anything too wild. I think I brought a... um. I put some microwave popcorn at home and mm. I put that in a bag and brought it with me. Oh. <laughs> my mom, uh, one time we had hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Not hot dogs. We had, yeah, because it was like we had grilled some and we like wrapped them up and put them in the foil and then put, you got two hot dogs, stuff one in each pocket. My mom had a pocketbook. She had like the dollar store candy and shit like that. But yeah, we was, niggas was eating hot dog. Niggas was having glizzies. Can you imagine <laughs> if somebody saw me eating a glizzy? In the movie theater? In the movie theater? <laughs> this nigga eating glizzies, y'all. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like how white people say glizzy now. Yeah, they kind of just literally, as soon as peep outsiders get a hold of some slang, they'd be like, ooh, I'm taking that. I'm running this shit to the ground. I'm, literally, they run everything into the ground. I hate white people in memes. Like, please, get out of here. <laughs> like, stay out of our shit. Shut the fuck up. If you see it, you didn't see it. Yeah. You erase it from your mind. Oh, I saw on Twitter, also, someone, some white person was like, I am now referring, they saw some black person tweet, uh, and the br- person said something about throwing ass. No, were- that was a white person who tweeted Wait. that. That original tweet was a white person. And they were like, now I'm referring to everything as throwing ass. I was like, oh, no. It was horrible. I was like, so you know that original tweeter heard that from some black person and ran with it. And now look at them exposing the term throw ass to all these white people who were like, wow, never heard this in my life, but I'm using it. Like, <sighs> this is how it starts. Niggas can't have shit, can we? Plus, it sounded weird in that tweet anyway. I think the tweet was something like, oh, can't wait for such and such so I can throw ass to da 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 And I was, like, looking at the Avi, like, hmm, okay. <laughs> you throwing what, Karen? I was okay. like, you're doing what now? Mm. <laughs> ass. Throwing ass, huh? Huh. Speaking of ass, there was the wildest ass story that... I wasn't around for, but I gathered all of the details and I must <laughs> decipher it because I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed with the story. But let me preface this by saying like, okay, Twitter, we have to stop playing Scooby-Doo mystery blues clues. <laughs> Niggas have tried to find the Boston bomber, say a Wayfarer was selling children. Like we cannot, it's not that we should not spread information. It's more so that we're trying to solve crimes on the web. Yeah. With like no... No information. No information, no guidance, no experience. Yeah, no experience is really the word. Mm Mm-hmm. Just random niggas. Just random niggas, Photoshop, and vibes. And lies. And lies. (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't already heard about it, there is a person named Sai... know them as Sasha, like you may know either one of those names, Black Girl Spice. The f- formerly known as. Formerly known Black as Girl Black Girl Spice. Spice. <laughs> FK of <laughs> Black Girl Spice. But this is like literally one of the most repulsive things I've ever. It was horrible. And I was, I was on Twitter in real time. I literally found out in the same day. It was like I was hearing about it and then finding out it was a lie in the same day. That had to be a roller coaster. It was terrible. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm just looking out as an outsider who, like, now knows this is fake. 
and I was analyzing through that and I'm trying to like remember that like you know getting these updates in real time had to be really scary but also this was not an airtight story it was not like looking at it from the outside I'm like this was not an airtight story like they were posting updates via Instagram stories I'm sorry this is not the fucking movies like <laughs> I remember this kid, when I was in elementary school, his whole family got kidnapped and they, like, went missing for, like, a week or two. That shit was not a game. Like, when they finally did an interview afterwards with a local newspaper, they were, like, detailing it. Like, you don't have... I'm sorry. Criminals are devious, not dumb. Like, you do not have time. Like, your Especially your phone. I'm sorry. That's one of the first things they're taking. Yeah. So I had posted this alarming... Very Instagram story, like half face, like it seemed like they were crying and Mm -hmm. it was like, oh my God, like I'm in a terrible situation. Like, um, what was it? Like a five foot 10 Latino man is da da da, like something. And it was, everyone was just like, whoa, like what's up? And they were also, I don't think people heard from them in a couple days. Mm -hmm. So they were saying that, that they think they have been missing this whole time. And that's not, yeah, that I feel like was believable. Like, which is especially heinous because how are you... Doing that good of faking that you're being kidnapped, that's very alarming. So, like, you've either been practicing that or, like... I don't know. Are you tapping into experience? Like, I don't I don't sure. know. I'm not sure. And that's not my place to judge. But it's, like, everything that came consecutively after that, like, all the extra videos and stuff like that, I was like, hmm. So, breaking down of what happened, Black Trans Woman um, went missing February 16th after they flew from Ohio from California. So an account called Mean Mug Mommy posts to Twitter that Cincinnati police say that like their disappearance has been handled is being handled by the Columbus police officers, and then an account called Neptune Prince uh, posts uh, the person's GoFundMe said it was which never said it was for the kidnapping. It was for it was a surgery f- uh, fund and like a facial feminization fund, which. But also, which is fair for them to post it. I don't like how people were talking about, oh, like, this is a scam because they post a GoFundMe. If someone was being kidnapped, they're not going to work for a very long time. And they're going to have lots of bills from therapy. So I don't think, and it's not like that person couldn't use whatever this, they said this was for. Doesn't mean they couldn't use that on living expenses and, like, recovering afterwards. Yeah, but I was also seeing that they were like, if they're missing, why are we donating to their Go, like, super promoting their GoFundMe while they're missing if we don't even know if they're found yet? Because then who's going to get their money, money if they're missing? Very and true. And if they're kidnapped. Like, yeah. So I saw that side too. So I was like, okay, that made sense. But I was like, well, like, I think everyone was kind of like, well, like, there's nothing else we can really do mm-hmm. besides, like, circulate the GoFundMe and donate. And, you know, everybody made the very valid point that people shouldn't have to wait until things get them in danger for their GoFundMe goals to be met, which I think is super true. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the account Mean Mug Mommy tweets again that she got off FaceTime with Sai and said that they're okay, they're a close friend, and that, like Sai reassured that they're not in danger and that they're flying back to California tomorrow. So to this tweet was attached a screenshot which showed lights on in a closet, person in a closet, but plot twist... And their original tweet where they posted, like, the screenshot, they were like, oh, I'm a close friend of Sai, blah, blah, blah. And then in another tweet thread, they were talking to somebody, and they were like, oh, I just got their number, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hmm. If you were so close, you, you would have been the, had her. That's what I thought. Number. But I was like, you know what? Not everyone that's close on Twitter has each other's number, you know. I mean, but if I, you want to call someone a, a close friend, friend and you don't have their phone number. A little weird You're only me. contacting each other through Twitter. 
Yeah. I don't think you're that close. And that they noticed that the people had not, like, been communi- Like, they didn't have any ads towards each other. Mm. So that was also a little weird. Also, I noticed that this, in the screenshot of the FaceTime, the the time stamp was Yeah, people were mentioning that too. They were like, this cropped screenshot, like if it was if it was real, they would have posted the whole screenshot. Which how I know their phone was going off the hook. Can you imagine? well one, y'all was putting them in danger if this story was true because their phone like they're not supposed to have the phone because they're kidnapped. I mean Y'all making it hot. If they're smart, wouldn't they not have Do Not Disturb on or something? That's true, too. <laughs> I just, I'm just i just imagining, like, the phone, like, lighting up, especially when they're in a dark room. Oh. Like, it's just lighting up, like, I don't know. Too many things weren't adding up. So then more friends come out the woodwork saying that Sai says they're okay. And people validly bring it up that it is a bit weird considering the fact that a few hours ago, like, they were in this really hasty state. Like, so some pe- I saw some people call this out and they were dismissed. Well, it's just fine. Like, people justified it. So I was like, okay. And then people were saying that cops have been dispatched. And this is what really made me really upset about the entire situation. Because lots of, like, visibly queer people were going to the police and, like, putting themselves in line for this person. Which makes sense. Like, your community is all you have. Yeah, and they were, like, trying to put in, like, a police report for, like, a missing person. Yeah. And I'm like, niggas really had to go to the police. And, like, this was, a this person was somebody who's, like, very well known, I guess, within, like, the Twitter community, especially, like, the Twitter LGBT community. Like, we saw their face a lot, well circulated. Yeah. So, I think it was, it only made sense that this got a lot more attention than most things that we've seen. Yeah. Because I was like, when I first heard it, I was like, not. Nah, I was like, sigh. I was like, that sigh. Yeah. Like that was really wild. I was like, no. Like this is crazy. And I think it was also like getting a lot more traffic, at least like within our circles, is because I think everyone remembers Toyin, mm-hmm. and we were like, yo, like this sounds kind of yeah. similar because mm-hmm. I think at first like she went missing, and they were on Twitter talking about how she was missing. And it's like, and everyone was like, okay, like we can be proactive. Like we don't have yeah. to let something like that happen again. We can try to find them. Mm-hmm. But that's that's really the part because y'all you really fuck with everybody's emotions because mm-hmm. we were all just like whoa like we can't have another situation like this yeah. happen again and it's just very anxiety inducing for a lot of people. Then somebody brings up the fact that a flight to California from Ohio does not exist for the following date. See, that's why I was like, why you got holes in your story? If niggas know you're going to flight, we can look it up. Like, I don't think they thought people were going to look into their story that much, did they? Because mm. you could have made a more credible I don't know. Argument. But somebody justified it by saying that people were like, maybe the kidnapper is like feeding them information. And I'm like, okay, that's not entirely out of the question. Mm. But it is looking a little shaky. Real recognize real and you looking kind of unfamiliar. <laughs> so an account called Season Burberry, which is Sai's new account, tweets, Hello, I'm currently in a safe location, sounding alone. Please stop spreading misinformation and photos of me. And then an account called Marceline F. Steele quotes it and asking for Sai's location and a video, which I'm assuming like this person is a friend because from the comments below and it just seemed like she believed Sai's story and was like trying to make sure that Sai is okay. So foul play number one. There was two tweets and one was posted from the Twitter web app and one was posted from Twitter from iPhone. Everyone was like, uh, this web, this Twitter, um, for web app, from web app. 
you don't really be doing this. I think someone even did some website thing that shows like, IP address. What you, like how many tweets you tweeted from what device. Mm-hmm. And it was like every other tweet was from the iPhone and that one tweet was the only one from mm. Twitter for web. So. I don't know, but people did justify. They were like, maybe the kidnapper got there. It was just a lot of convoluted yeah. ways to explain just, stuff off. Yeah. And it was just like, we, I was like, it's too much speculation, too much what ifs. Mm-hmm. And so we just need to stop. <laughs> but then it comes out from Marceline, tweets a screenshot from like who I assume is the Ohio roommate. Uh, and that's the person whose closet Sai was supposedly hiding in, saying all like that all of this was a lie. And then like Sai had this plan out from the beginning and that she's turning her over because she can't. She can't support this. Apparently, they had been arguing back and forth the all the entire time. Like, no, you need to not do this, especially not in my closet. Blah blah blah. Was they arguing via text? Because no. if so, send me the screenshots. No, it was speculation. Well, it's speculation from the Ohio roommate, or like that's at least what the Ohio roommate mm. said. Like they were trying to get them to like admit it. And there's also a voice recording from someone who's I'm assuming is like an ex friend explaining how it's fake. So basically, they said that the the girl in Ohio called. And said, Sai went into her closet in Columbus, Ohio, and recorded the original video, and then told the girl to do the same because it was easy money. And then the girl, the Ohio roommate, is the one that convinced her to fess up because they had an argument about it while Sai was still faking. So I think the Ohio girl is innocent. And people are rightfully pissed off because they wasted time and energy on a situation that wasn't even real, put themselves in danger, and it spread so far and didn't even hit outside the Twitter bubble, like the Twitter queer community. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that really shows all we have is each other. And you really like... You kind deci- of fucked us over. Yeah, you decimated that trust for what? Easy money. And you're taking money out of the hands of other black LGBT people. Yeah. And that, like, that whole day, like we could have been putting our energy towards real crowdfunds like yeah for real situations or what if there was i think somebody else went missing and it got buried behind the yes i think yeah someone else was also missing and no no word about that yeah but i did see one tweet from user digital dash that like tweeted out that their timeline literally fucking exploded and i can only fucking imagine like can you imagine everyone sees that that tweet at the same time yeah it was so wild. I I just had to get off Twitter for the day. I was like, well, this shit really kind of got me fucked up. I can imagine, like, you did what? So I didn't think that Sai was going to come back. Um, and the way I found out about this whole entire situation is I was posting on the podcast page, and then I something comes across my timeline, and it's like, Sai, and they're, like, they are posting an apology video to YouTube, and pretty much it can be summed up as... They said they wanted attention, and they wanted to see how people would react. They weren't in the right headspace. They were in a bad space, but they've changed. Anyways. The description wasn't of an, of an ex. It was their last push to meet their GoFundMe goal. They're not a scammer, and it bothers them that people say this because they never lied about where the money is going. But and you they, lied about, like, they, I mean, I guess you didn't lie specifically about the GoFundMe, but you created a whole situation in the hopes that you would meet your GoFundMe goal. So that's kind of a scam, no? They said, bitch, I never said I was kidnapped. Y'all assumed. And I was like, fair. But also... Did you not create a video? video, The video that was posted was clearly led to made to lead us to believe that they were kidnapped. Yeah, it was to entice us to believe that. Um, 
and that they're not the same person from the past, which I guess means two minute, minutes ago, and people are pulling up stuff about their past is embarrassing. I'm not really sure what that was about, because I was like, this just ended yesterday. <laughs> um, They, yeah, that they never said they were getting kidnapped, that close friend, this one really hit, because I was like, damn, they said the close friends that said they were close friends uh, were not involved because they have no close friends. I was like, damn. Oop. Dang. I mean, that explains why the person just got your number. <laughs> I guess, but it's like all these people who were like, oh yeah, I'm a friend of Sai, I'm a friend of Sai. They said, I don't have any friends. Yeah. And even like the Sudani was like the main one yeah. giving updates and stuff. They were like, wow, like I thought that Sai was my friend. Yeah. And friends don't do shit like this. This is yeah, just this fucked is, up. That's really fucked up. Especially to put your friends, literally like you're harming your friend's reputation just for your Associating own Associating with you. Yeah. And it's like they really went hard for you because yeah. we The least you could have done real. was clear their name and said. Yeah. We'd have been like, yo, like these people were not involved. actually involved. It was me. I also deceived them. Yeah, like at least. Because I know people are still ganging up on Sudani. And then, I don't know, they said GoFund will give out refunds, and they're happy for people who are getting refunds. They're taking a social media break and working on themselves. Oh, brother. There was a direct quote that really gets me every time. said, I knew I was wrong, and I'm not going to come to you crying or asking for forgiveness. I don't need anyone's forgiveness. I just need to clear my name and say my part. Clear your name of what? (laughs) I'm sorry. An apology video, no matter how goddamn long the apology video is, for faking a kidnapping? Yeah. You think you can take a mental health break and post an apology video that can be monetized? And I'm like, you know how many people would probably go to their but YouTube? how much you want to bet that that shit was not monetized? They deleted it soon after. Oh. I bet it ain't got no ads on it, no way. I don't know. Child, I just feel like this is... <sighs> it was just terrible. I was like... Terrible. Might as well have not even gave the video, the apology video because who was watching that? Not me, especially if you're not even really sorry. Yeah, they weren't. It didn't. It was not remorseful. Like, I knew it was all. wrong, and I don't need your forgiveness. I don't need anyone's forgiveness. Okay, so then why are you apologizing? I mean, I they, guess it wasn't an apology. Yeah. Well, the video said owning up. It didn't say apologizing. Ah, okay. <laughs> They're you. very careful with the words. Well, I guess yeah, you did. You owned up to it, sure, and you knew it was wrong, and now it's over. Like your whole reputation is over. It's done. And how sick are you that after all this, you don't even get the money? <laughs> like, on top of everything. And the address that they gave for, the like, where they were located, like, I guess when they were still running this, it was for a black mom and, like, three kids. Like, you said you were being kidnapped. They're reporting you kidnapped. You know what could have happened to that woman and her kids if you the police bust into her house? Like, then you would have another thing on top right. of you. If the police were actually going to do their job, but it seemed like they weren't doing anything anyway <sighs> thank goodness for once i guess yeah because i don't even know that, that but they yeah. gave like an address and they gave an address someone's actual mm-hmm. home That's and the police were, they said the police had been dispatched looking for the person mm-hmm. so i'm like and then the, also the fact that they had said that it was like a latino man why are, it's like you're putting targets on other people people's back yeah for what for you to reach your GoFundMe goal that you could have reached without this? Because it was, you it was already like, have 40K. It was 40K out of 60K met. Like, I bet you another month maybe, or a few weeks even, you could have reached your goal with heavy, more heavy crowdfunding. And this wasn't even a living fund. 
I mean, I guess could have been. I don't know. They had other ones that had been living funds, but like oh, this okay. was specifically for which is fine. For like get your coin. Like I'm all for people getting your coin, but when you like you traumatize literally probably tens of thousands of people. Yeah, actually. And they said they did it for attention, which I'm confused for them because I was mutuals with them on Twitter, and they were talking about how they didn't like being the center of attention, how they didn't like being this in this face of, like, the trans community and all this stuff. So I'm like, is it Uchi Wally or is it One Mike? That doesn't okay. make sense to me. If you don't want attention, why create an entire, literally create a situation that draws more attention to you for love? Sure, like, that's indicative of something deeper that we need to handle. But now you have more people hating you than ever loved you. Yeah, and it's just also just, like, the ripple effect it's going to have. Like, people are already hesitant to donate to trans people's GoFundMes because they're like, oh, it's scammers out here, da-da-da-da, and there definitely are. But there's a lot of people who actually really need help, and people are definitely going to be deterred from helping people because of the situation. I also feel like it's not fair to complain that people are not like donating like people we are all in the same pandemic we are all having the same problems we're all having issues with our living expenses and like sure get your money get your coin but like other black trans people other black lgbt people are like the only ones donating we're giving out of our pocket we're we're robbing peter to feed paul and it's not like you said this was for a living fund you said this was for surgery that's not a necessity right now like lots of people are losing their homes they don't have food to eat i mean i think maybe part of the surgery fund is also still just living while like recovering and all that from surgery and stuff which is fair but if you're comfortable living right like i don't know who am I to say what is necessary for somebody else, which is fair, but I'm like, we are all in the same pandemic. We are all having the same financial struggles. Just because you didn't meet your goal the day that you wanted to and you have to do a little bit extra work doesn't mean that you get to, let me not use scam, I guess, since they don't want me to use that word. Mislead. Um, mislead people. <laughs> and that was the other thing that got me because I was like, we saw how how far the even just info about them being missing got. Mm-hmm. So it was only in our community. So your GoFundMe was probably circulating only in our community. So that's who was fucking donating to you and this is how you treat us? It like, was trending in the UK. I mean, tens yeah. of thousands of people saw this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you didn't think it was going to go viral or whatever. So why do it? Because if it didn't go viral, how were you about to get nah. the money? They fucking knew because with that many followers and suddenly you're missing, of course it's going to make some noise. Like there was no way it wasn't going to get no attention. That's what they said. They said they didn't think it was going to circulate. I don't believe it. But I'm also like, I'm confused now because did you want the money or not? It can't not circulate and you get money. Exactly. If that was your intent, surely you knew. Or you were just like, oh, let's just see how it goes. Dummy. I you can keep my little twenty dollars, but I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what they did was hardly illegal because the police got involved. Hello. So, and I'm know. literally not advocating for jail time or anything. Yeah, but like, like this I is somebody who really needs help. Help for sure, absolutely. Like faking a kidnapping and naming attention as one of you. Re- like, okay, if you fake a kidnapping, like you're obviously looking for attention, but for you to be like aware of that is very abnormal behavior. It's very devious behavior, too. A little bit. Just a little bit. To be aware? No, just to do it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, I understand you might not have been in the right headspace, but... I don't know. If you're in a headspace that makes you want to fake a kidnapping, 
something's deeply wrong. It's time to put the phone down. It's like time I always for say, therapy. log out and touch grass. Like, and I mean this in the best way possible. Like, touching grass is so good for your soul. Like, go outside, <laughs> touch some snow, touch some grass. Like, just do it. But I also just think this is not something you can make a video apology for. Like, baby, you got to start like a it's charity. It's done. You got to start a charity or something. Like, what you did was absolutely horrendous. Well, you can't even do shit. And now you're not even getting your money. <laughs> and then this is not something niggas is about to forget either. Like, you're never, like, Twitter niggas don't forget small shit anyway. This is huge. Yeah, that. This is never going that away. That person, Khadijah. Yeah. Uh, who like sold minors nudes on yeah throwback on yeah throwback ain't never that. gonna forget that <laughs> no they had to migrate to instagram completely like there is no trace of them on twitter yeah we, we wouldn't have it <laughs> yeah i don't know um i i'm actually kind of speechless about this whole thing yeah. especially considering how many black trans women go like yeah missing have each actually year. have like stories like this yeah and they fucking knew and used that yeah, that's what really is kind of fucked up. Like, not even kind of fucked up. It's supremely it fucked, fucked up. up. They knew. They knew everything. And then let people, like, a lot of left a lot of people out to dry. Like, people rallied for you because they knew you. Like, they were friends with you. Yeah. And you and not abused even, that and you manipulated people. Yeah. And not even that people who actually, who, like, actually personally knew them. But it's just, like, just everyone cares. Yeah, people are... I don't know, feeling generous, generally good people in the world. Like, sure, you have, like, the trolls and stuff like that were, that weren't going to believe you from the jump, but... Yeah, it's just... Terrible. I... Devious. When I was reading... I mean, when I was reading this, I was actually speechless. I don't know. Yeah, um, especially, like, in real time, almost, like, the whole day. It was just, like... That's going to fuck with people's anxiety. Literally. I was like, wow, like, I... All this anxiety for nothing? All, like... For nothing? I don't know. I I hope they get the help they need. But you're not stupid if you were deceived by this person. I think a lot of people are genuinely good, and I think people that believe this are genuinely good people. Like, you want to see the best, and you want to help somebody. Um, and I don't think this should let us, like, not support our community, though. Yeah, absolutely not. Because there's real niggas out here with real stories I just and think real needs. niggas posting updates to IG is a little sus. I don't know. It was all just fishy. And I was like, I wouldn't even been that mad if they had a good story. And if, a believable story. Yeah, if it's an airtight story. If you scam me, because there's nothing I hate more than a lazy scammer. Like, if you're going to mislead us, like, mislead me all the way, like... Give me the Zola story, bitch. No, <laughs> no air holes. Like, at, make sure your story is tight. I was like, the fucked up thing is I was thinking about all the ways... That, that they could have made it airtight? Yeah, that you could have fixed no, the story yeah. and gotten away with it. I was like, first of all, you should have had niggas in on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Or, I think even, you didn't even need to have niggas in on it. I think if they played their cards correctly... Like, why would you go... To it, someone's house who knows you to fake the kidnapping. Yeah. And then there was, like, stuff about them, like, allegedly sharing their location with a friend. And then the location stopped being shared and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? It was doing too much. Or, like, you didn't even have the timeline. Like, you said you planned this from the beginning. Did you really plan it? Because you should have planned out days, timestamps, and everything. If it, Not saying I would do this, but if it was me, y'all would have to assume that I gone missing. I wouldn't have said nothing. I wouldn't have if I'm gone for five days and no one's heard from me, I didn't say I was missing. I simply was going on a mental health vacation. (laughs) 
because then it becomes your fault. Because I didn't lead you on it any com- any type of capacity. Nope. You all made the story <laughs> that I was missing and spread my GoFundMe around. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Nah, because a real one would have never even got caught. It would have been like, oh my God, Sai has been found and is safe. And that would have been that. And that would have been the end of it. It would have been the end of the story. Yeah, we didn't need the... Uh, the, the they was moving like uh, TK the race when he moved. he was fucking videotaping uh. his whole shit. Like that's how the, that, that's how they found you, bozo. Like you was fucking your iPhone was binging every time you fucking uploaded a picture. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't post. The only thing I would have put on Instagram was that first one, and that's it. This is what we going to jail for. <laughs> I would never do no shit like this. I would Please. never. Like, deceive people like that? Like, oh my God. No, I can never. Especially as an adult. I know, like, We're our frontal cortex is not fully. all there. <laughs> this is probably something I would have done when I was, like, 13. I mean, and see, that sounds like what a dumb 13-year-old would do. do. Because it would have been full of holes, just like this. It would have been full of holes. <laughs> like, I know the frontal cortex is not all there, but I'd rather you... Scam me correctly than be a lazy scammer. Yeah. I'm like, not mad don't at Don't even a, let me know that I've been scammed. Damn. I'm not mad at a good scam. And you know what? If I find out years from now, I'll be like, damn, that was a good scam. <laughs> I ain't even find out until all this time. Right. And I'm like, part of me wouldn't even been mad about it because I because they said like they needed it for mm. like surgery and all that stuff. And I was been like, sure, like I'm happy like, to donate to your surgery, but you didn't have to lie about being kidnapped. You could have lied about anything else. Like, I don't know. It could have just been, I don't know. Or maybe they didn't even have to fake like they got kidnapped. It could have just been like, quote, missing. And then they could have just popped up and just been like, That's what I'm sorry, saying. I just have been having a really hard time. Exactly. Uh, such and such and such and such. Don't y'all get no ideas from us though, but. <laughs> not telling y'all how to do this. I'm but not we... telling you how to do it, but. But if you all do it. Like, damn, like, I don't know. Niggas don't know how to write a story. That's what's wrong with Hollywood now. Hello? Because I'm like, some of, like, the stuff y'all be trying to get away with, it'd be so... Elaborate! It needs to be elaborate, and you're not giving that, and then you'd be mad you got caught, and I'm like, well, you didn't thoroughly plan out your scam. Yeah, it's too elaborate. Like, it's too elaborate, but you're not willing to put in the work. Put in the effort. (laughs) Because you're already not putting in, like, that's like when niggas try to do forex shit and scam you, and it's like, all right, you gotta convince me, homie, because you too lazy to get a regular job. And, you know, I am also a nigga who is too lazy to get a regular job. But I told y'all what my money was for. Look, I haven't paid rent. Like, I was up front, and I showed the t- I showed the receipts. Facts. If you gonna scam me, you better come with a damn good story, because I've heard it all. <laughs> I've heard it all. It's too many y'all out here scamming. Bitch, I live by Lexington Market. I've heard it all. <laughs> Yeah, not telling y'all how to do it, but we just saying, do it well. Do it well. <laughs> that wraps up this week's episode of One and a Half Lesbians. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Stay gay. Oh, hi, my twerking skills are unmatched. Genetic code made my ass fat. I'ma talk shit while I ride the dick. I'ma give you multiple clapbacks. Bow ties and suspenders, snapbacks and fanny packs. Ooh, my nigga, we got TNT in the bathroom. Pillows all up in the bathtub. Bodies on bodies on bodies on Molly. I'm feeling so good. I'm getting my jollies. I'm losing control. I'm